0: Ladies and gentlemen, Dank ferric, Moff Gideon. For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Feels good to swear in Star Wars.
1: This is better
0: than or Frell depending on what sci-fi you're
1: following. Or or Merlin's beard.
0: (laughs) Key music.
1: I don't know what we're yelling about! We came, we saw, we kicked its ass! uh, Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're gonna build a time machine into
0: a car, why not do it some style?
1: Who is this? What's your operating number? conversation anyway. Look, oh, we're going to have noises! Merlin's saggy left testicle. <laughs> that is
0: an image. Hello! Hi! Hello! <laughs> <laughs> Cut that out, cut that out, cut that out. Cut that out. No, no. Keep it in. Uh, I am a Kendall
1: Richardson. I'm a Cantar Armadier. And I'm a Winston name And I'm a Margot Lister. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling
0: adventurous. Our- yes. <laughs> Stemolini. <laughs> you and I our- experiencing <laughs> <laughs> a podcast called Fred. Oh, yeah. Yes.
1: There yeah, you are.
0: Yes, and uh, as you'll notice, again, sadly, Wayne is absent uh, this week. You know, still has no, no rebuttal for uh, the things spoken on the previous episode. So we're just going to uh, leave it at that. Um, and he'll be back when he's back. And it will be interesting. Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Wayne, you're officially on notice. And <laughs> we expect Sorry. you a full apology for next week or whenever you decide to turn up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Exactly, you know. And uh I I feel like if he, he's absent a third time we should just strike uh any any previous uh uh kind of uh Little, little things that may, may come up once a year in November that uh, concession y related things I think should be stricken from the record. Uh, <laughs> if, you know, third, third strike and you're out. So. Next minute,
2: Wayne's back. Hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, he just randomly drops in on yeah. this meeting, like Ooh. awkward. Um, yes
1: uh, we're not we're not doing this on Skype we're doing this on uh, Facebook messenger so this yeah. is a, this, is a, um, this is a this is a this a, is a private uh, messenger board isn't it this is
2: not
0: it <laughs> this is like a zoom but on only, Facebook
2: only those with the link can open it up so yes <laughs> you're the only one that got that link.
1: <laughs> oh that's good because <laughs> yeah. if it was on skype then he could come in that's he tr- c- true
0: <laughs> he could he
1: could just drop in okay ah, so wow. you covered all your bases that's awesome <laughs> yes
0: Yes. we're not not giving anyone any opportunities to yeah, su- no. to surprise us <laughs> <laughs> <you> ruin things
2: <laughs> oh lordy uh
0: fully uh yeah how was your week
2: my week has been good um been a little busy been working away as per usual Mm -hmm. um you know doing my streams as well throughout the week uh yeah i mean i got i finally got a chance to go and see my best friend alex Mm. i have not seen her in months oh my goodness (laughs) it was nice to see her um and we had a lot of fun we finally finished off my Super Mario Odyssey run. Hey! Finally. Yeah. It, oh, we only needed one more day and it's been waiting 12 months to do it.
0: <laughs> Has it really been a year since you started that or like where you last left off? Where it? we
2: last left off, wow, yes. Wow, I didn't think it yep. had been
0: that long. Yeah, right. It's been that long. <laughs> My goodness. I'm glad you finally got to finish it.
2: And we only needed one more day to do it. And this week yeah, it worked out. And it was this <laughs> day. Nice. So, um, yes, so keep an eye out for that on shenanigans, yeah, shenanigans on youtube
0: shout out
2: um i also got the chance to stream my first discord stream uh this week um with my foolish uh, my foolish community Woo. on the discord we st- i streamed a movie a christmas movie for them um, just, cool. just to do something different and have like little movie nights here and there. Uh, so I thought, you know, why not do festive films for the month? Yeah. We started off with this Grinch who stole Christmas.
0: So the Jim Carrey.
2: My favorite. Oh. My absolute favorite. Yes. <laughs> it's so good. I love that man as the Grinch. Yeah, he does a good. wonderful job. Um, so yeah, got to watch that. A lot of my friends hadn't seen it for a long time. Um and they were like very, very happy about being able to rewatch it uh, because they were a scene they had forgotten about so. oh cool. that 's cool <laughs> I was like good i 'm glad that worked out for you, and everybody really enjoyed it, so um we 're going to continue we 're going to continue that nice um throughout the month nice and Yeah, like not a lot else uh, apart from the fact that I now am an owner of a PlayStation 5. Oh my (laughs) goodness. I was very lucky to get one. Super lucky. Because no one's got them. Nope. Nope. So let's just leave it at that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I just want to highlight... In the console itself, there is a pre-installed game called Astro's Room. Please play it. It is wonderful. <laughs> it is so quirky in the way that they've that Sony has designed this game and it really uh, it really highlights the features of the controller with the new haptic trigger the the rumbles the the motion triggers and all that sort of thing mm-hmm. um, so it, it really features that in the game and the game itself you are a little robot character running around inside the PlayStation <laughs> <laughs> and you are collecting artifacts which are past consoles past playstation consoles and their accessories very cool which is really really cute Mm. uh and i love it and you're going into the cpu the gpu the memory the motherboard so you're like you're going all over the place inside the hardware of the console and it is so much fun (laughs) so so it's
1: teaching people how to hack (laughs)
2: Maybe, maybe Ooh, (laughs) interesting Yes, Um, so yeah, I think that's pretty much my highlight of the week How about yourself there, Michael?
1: Well, yeah, it's good Yeah (laughs) Compared from last week where I was as happy as Larry And now the subtle... The subtle break of reality just hits you like a ton of bricks. No. Because no. it didn't last long. No. no. I could be spending Christmas alone.
2: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no.
1: uh, okay. Thanks, 2020. You <laughs> cynical old bitch. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> 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 I'm How about sorry. you, Kendall? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, uh, I finally finished watching The Crown, which yes! is good. So I'm all caught up awesome. and I'm amazing. I'm very excited for <laughs> season five, where we finally get to see someone die. Um. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> wow. Come on. That... that, that it's set up it's them. coming it's coming yeah. <laughs> it's, it's going to be it's not a sad. matter of how it's a matter of when mm-hmm, and um mm-hmm. yeah it's it's an interesting um uh little old series it was it was it was good uh, watching like um uh elizabeth the Second and her early reign up until a certain point and then Then we're bang into modern history of the eighties, and they're dealing with stuff that I'm very familiar with. I wasn't born; I was born in the eighties, nineteen eighty nine, but I didn't experience the eighties. But I know of it, and yeah, it's. I don't know what to make of it. I need another two weeks to compose a an analysis, which is probably probably fitting. Um, Yeah, uh, what else? Uh there was a, there was a palate cleanser that I started watching. Uh, well, I'm sort of starting to watch um, Rebels and and um, uh, Clone Wars, which is kind nice. of good. So just the odd episode every now and again. It's not really strict. Um, what else? Um, hmm. Well, I don't know why, but I'm starting to watch the new se- season of Big Mouth. That's on Netflix.
0: Oh yeah, I haven't I haven't gotten around to it yet. Is it good so far?
1: Oh, I don't know. It's one of the, it's one of those hit or miss. Is like if you enjoy prepubescent characters going through puberty. I mean, <laughs> oh, it's I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they've got. I think they're starting to do like um um introducing characters that are mostly um, comedians. Uh, coming in um i mean last last season was uh Ali Wong i think yeah uh, uh, Ali Wong and it's her as a as a teenager which is interesting mm. and in the first episode i've only seen the first episode but the first episode has uh Seth Seth Rogen as a as a teenager oh, great so it's Seth Rogen as a teenager and <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you expect um yeah it's it's interesting. It doesn't really it's it's lowbrow humor, you know. If you like yeah, to, yeah. if you like that sort of thing, I like highbrow. No, nah, I don't really. I just like I just like things that are just. I'm just watching it just to make my eyes go. Oh, look, colours. <laughs> I'm sort of in that sort of in that area at the moment, and um, watching some Christmas stuff as well, so. That, that's cool. Also good. Yeah, because because my daughter's getting into Christmas. She's, I think she's finally worked out what Christmas is. So <laughs> that's kind of good. Santa. Yeah, I got a yeah, pretty much, and <laughs> uh, introduce her to the Mickey Mouse Christmas Carol, which I used to love as a kid, and she enjoys oh, it cool. too. Oh, cool. I was worried about um her getting freaked out when when uh Scrooge McDuck. Uh, confronts um, uh, the future ghost whatever it's Ghost of Christmas Future and Mm. how he's uh, he's falling into an open grave so I wasn't sure how she (laughs) would react to that but she's fine actually so that's good she's not easily startled so that's a plus I reckon so next week um, she can get into the hard stuff like Evil Dead (laughs) <laughs> totally yeah.
2: a Christmas movie
1: In a way <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Kendall? What have you been doing? Well, what have no I been real, doing? No real segue, just...
0: No, no, <laughs> that's I okay talking,
1: I already did my witty segue of saying my life was shit and It's like, how's yours? But, <laughs> you
0: know, <laughs> No, no, that's people okay. Don't,
1: people don't want to know about the inside of a sausage. <laughs> well,
0: what makes getting, a sausage? They're getting a uh, preview. Getting a preview um, <laughs> uh, yes. of my sausage? What
1: are you talking about? Mm, Stop it. No, that's not what
0: I meant. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Okay. Merry Yuck. Christmas,
1: everyone, by the way. Yeah.
0: <laughs> God bless us, everyone. Um, yes, yeah, so my week has been pretty good, pretty crazy this week. Uh, you know, now that things have calmed down at work, um, a bit, you know, the last kind of bit of calm until, until we get into Christmas countdown proper. So, uh, and just trying to enjoy that while it lasts. Uh, and I've basically just been watching a bunch of stuff this week. Uh, starting with on Monday, Christina and I,
1: Ooh, went... Hello, Christina.
0: <laughs> we went hello, to Christina, the...
1: I'm not sure <laughs> if we met or not, but I know, but I know the, I know the law of, um, of, um, a monthly at Win Ridge, which I also uh, listened to as well.
0: Oh, you did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Did you like it?
1: <laughs> was,
0: like did you enjoy listening to us cry <laughs>
1: it was, well no because <laughs> I was, I was going to listen to it for some ca- uh, some uh, cannon fodder for for just to <laughs> just to make fun of you you, you guys uh, liking Supernatural I don't know for some reason but <laughs> but uh, but Fulia when you were going through um, that end bit I haven't got the heart to <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. It's like, grateful, you ruined it. <laughs> You're welcome.
2: <laughs> when you it's like I knew split? that
0: breakdown was worth something. <laughs> <laughs> Not getting trolled in the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> <It's>... I'm joking.
2: <laughs>
0: <sighs> anyway.
2: Anyway,
0: <laughs> anyway. continue. So, <clears throat> Yes. Say great! <laughs> Yikes. Uh, yes, yeah, so we went to the movies. Um, so I've got a quick review coming up later on in the show, uh, and then I managed to finish off Shit's Creek. Ooh. I watched the entire last season as well as uh, the follow-up uh, documentary. That's also on Netflix, which mm-hmm. was uh, made while they were shooting the last season. Yep. Um, which was really really good Uh, so I highly recommend if you if you're on Netflix and you're watching Shit's Creek check out that doco Um, best wishes warmest regards it's very very good Uh, and yeah I cried my eyes out the ending of that show because it was such a good ending and I mean it's all happy tears but like you know it's just it's definitely gone down as one of my favorite sitcoms ever it's yeah it's up there now for me with like Parks and Rec and Brooklyn Nine-Nine like I just I adore it. I adore those characters, that world, and I'm so disappointed that that's that's all there is. But you know, similar to the Good Place, you know, you you don't wear out a good thing. Yeah. Um, and they, you know, the quality was just super consistent on that show. Uh, never never dipped. I never never not enjoyed any single particular moment. Like it's just gold the whole time. Mm. So highly recommend people check out Shit's Creek. It's so good. Um, and then I followed that up with uh, Watching The Queen's Gambit On Netflix
2: ah, which is the... It's been popping up on my Netflix
0: Yes, <clears throat> excuse me Yes, It came out of nowhere pretty much To become this kind of Sleeper hit on Netflix Since it debuted um, And it's consistently in the, the top 10 Of Netflix That's titles That's pretty cool yeah. uh, it's, a, it's very very good, it's based on a book uh, About a, a young girl Who's a chess prodigy Who's also struggling with uh, addiction? Um, Because she's orphaned when she's like eight or nine years old, Mm -hmm. and um, it's set in like the fifties. And so, for some reason, they were giving these girls at this orphanage vitamins.
1: Oh, yeah,
0: but they're actually some kind of um, like I I don't know if it's like an anti I think it's like either anti-anxiety or antidepressant kind of drug and she de- uh, she quickly develops an addiction to it. Wow. Yeah, okay. yeah. So um, but that also kind of uh, is helps her with her chess and helps her see the, the and visualize the the game. Um, like she lies in her bed and she just looks up at the ceiling and she pictures the pieces moving around. Wow. It's yeah. She's a genius. Um, and yeah. And so the lead the lead is played by Anya Taylor joy. Um, and it's one of her best performances I've seen her do. And she's just quickly becoming uh, a star. I think she's, she's fabulous. It's yeah. It's a, it's a beautifully made show about chess and, um, yeah, and it's got a great cast. Apart from her, there's uh, Harry Melling, who oh ha- yeah, Harry Melling, Harry Melling, Henry Melling. I can never remember his name. The guy that played Dudley Dursley in Harry Potter.
2: Oh yeah.
0: Um. Let me let me yeah Harry Melling. Yeah, he's in it. He's very good in it. Um. And uh, the kid from Game of Thrones that never grows up. And I can't remember his name either. I'm just blanking on names today. And Peter I Pan. apologize. <laughs> Tom Thomas Brady Sangster. Yeah, he's in it as well. Um, but yeah, yeah I yeah. highly recommend people check it out. It's it's beautifully shot and the set design is incredible and the costuming is incredible because it goes from the 50s into the 60s. And the st- I want all the outfits. Like, <laughs> just gorgeous. Um, yeah, so I very much re- recommend people check out The Queen's Gambit on Netflix. Um, and then finally... Um, I decided on a whim earlier this week to put out on, on my Facebook feed, uh, what show should I watch next?
2: Oh, you had a hell of a freaking hit on that.
0: I was not expecting that at all. Um, Everybody's like, no, watch this. No, watch this. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was, it was fantastic because I, I finished Queen's Gambit and I just wasn't sure, what I felt like watching next, because there's three, three shows that have been consistently on my radar to try out next, and those are Lucifer, Hannibal, and Battlestar Galactica. Um, and so I just put it out to Facebook to be like, hey, guys, wh- which one should I watch? And I, I got so many comments from people. Um, Sorry, not Steptoe and Son, Mike,
1: but I appreciate your contribution. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> <laughs> Is it on anything? No, it's not on um, uh, Britbox either, which is annoying.
0: Oh, that's a shame.
1: French and Saulners is on Britbox, so I've been watching
0: that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Nice.
1: Never got the chance Um, to watch that.
0: Yeah, okay. Nice. Um, yeah, so I, I, yeah, had had a lot of people comment, and even found out that one of my coworkers actually is a huge Stargate fan. So then him and I had this like tangent of just Stargate <laughs> chat in the in the comments, which was a lot of fun. Uh, and but, yeah, got, I, at,
1: and and after that after that conversation, you wanted to watch Stargate again.
0: Yeah, well, I, yeah, I do want to watch Stargate again. (laughs) I'm like, I'm listening. I found another podcast to listen to. That's a rewatch podcast. So, um, and it's hosted by Aussie guys. Oh, nice. Yeah. And they're very funny. So, um, they're called Get Into Gate. That's the name of the podcast. Check it out. If you're a Stargate fan listening to this.
1: Um, Ozgate.
0: Ozgate. Yeah. (laughs) They missed a trick. Ozgate. Uh, yeah. So and anyway, so after everyone voted, I tallied up the votes and Lucifer won by a landslide. Yay!
2: So. <laughs> You're going to love it.
0: Yes. No, I no. And I knew I would because I, I did watch the first few episodes when I flew to America the first time back in 2016. Yes. They had the first few episodes on the plane. Thanks, Qantas. Um, so while I was trying not to think about the fact that I was so high up in the air going really fast, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was watching Lucifer.
1: Um, <laughs> so you're worried, so you're worried about the plane crashing and actually meeting the devil?
0: No, no, I just don't want to die. <laughs> like, I just don't want to die so in a plane crash, man.
1: So you just want to, you just want to see what you're getting up to? If if you do, if oh yeah, do yeah, kind
0: of preview of coming attractions. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yes, yes. Thanks to, get- thanks for the vote of confidence in me going to heaven, Mike. I appreciate that. <laughs>
1: Hey, you're the one that wanted to watch uh Lucifer. I mean Lucifer, you could yeah. you could have watched anything heaven based I could've watched Supernatural again, like you Yeah. Um, terrible. The no, Office.
0: I, the Office, yeah. No, that's I just in, wanted it
1: That's in Purgatory, isn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah. I just I was wanted gonna, um, I, was
1: gonna, I was gonna mention Lost, but you know.
0: no they had i remember when i was on the plane like they had uh either it was either flight with denzel washington or sully with tom hanks and they're both about plane crashes and i'm just like and no um (laughs) leaving that leaving that over there thank you side note sully is good yes i've heard sully's very good yes i just can't bring myself to watch it yeah it's fair because
2: but Lucifer. But anyway, Lucifer. Woo-hoo. I
0: started Lucifer. Everyone, is the point of this. Um, and so I. Hail I've, I've...
1: Lucifer. Yes.
2: <laughs> yes. It's this sort um, of
1: podcast, isn't it?
0: Hey. Ha- yeah. <laughs> right. Hail, hail Tom Ellis because damn. Oh yes. <laughs> oh. Whew. Like if you could pick a better person to play the devil, like I, there's no one better. <laughs> nope. Than Tom Ellis. Nope. He's just perfection. Yep. Stephen and just... Curry. Yep. Stephen. <laughs>
1: Curry. yeah
0: he'd go method he'd nail it <laughs> Tom anyway Alice. Tom Ellis <laughs> is wonderful uh, he's a dreamboat and every time he smiles and looks at someone and just tries to bring out their desires I'm just like oh yes please
2: <laughs> hello find out my desires yes yeah literally
0: (laughs) literally um yeah so i've only watched the first three and i'm loving it so i've i'd already seen those episodes but it had been a while so i didn't remember anything about episode two but episode one and three i remembered most of so i'll be curious to see when episode four comes up uh if i'd actually seen it or not because i don't remember how many episodes were on the plane i know i watched them all okay but yes four years ago now so i can't remember but um but yeah so lucifer is where i'm at at the moment and then of course still fast Escaping on the side, when when uh, my mate Adam comes over, yeah, and we are doing that together. We watched more this week as well. So yeah, lots of watching. That is that is me. Yay. All of the watchings, having a good time <laughs> doing that. Yes. All right. Uh, I think that might be it for us yep. in our week that was, mm-hmm. which means it's time to get into the meat of this show, the entree, the nerdy news.
1: This is the news and nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall.
0: Alright, it's nerdy news time and we have to kick things off by paying tribute and great respects to two iconic performers uh, of the some iconic villains in cinema history and especially genre history um earlier this week we lost the legend david prowse at the age of 85 uh for those who aren't aware of his name um he was the tall uh imposing figure uh underneath the mask of darth vader in the original trilogy Um, So no, for those who didn't didn't realise, it was not James L. Jones underneath uh, the costume, it was David Prowse. Um, And he just is going to leave such an incredible legacy behind because of just how gigantic he was, how intimidating he really played Vader so beautifully, so menacingly, uh, even though we didn't get to hear his voice. Um, But If you want to know more about uh, the story of him, uh, of his life, and uh, mostly of him being Darth Vader, there's a brilliant documentary called I Am Your Father, Um, and it was made in 2015, and it it interviews him, like these guys actually flew to England, interviewed him about everything to do with Star Wars and Darth Vader, and uh, there was a bit of controversy behind the scenes uh, regarding his role. Uh, and what he was going to be, you know, credited for or not credited for and all of that stuff. Um, But it's a fascinating documentary and I couldn't recommend it more. So I Am Your Father uh, is a very fitting way to pay tribute to David Prowse, as well as just revisiting the original trilogy, of course. He will most certainly be missed. And the other legend this week, we lost an Australian actor, an English Australian actor by the name of Hugh Keysburn. Again, not a big name one might recognise, but you will recognise a couple of the characters he has played over the years. Uh, most recently, a Morton Joe in Mad Max: Fury Road. He was the villain uh, of that epic, epic film, and he was also in uh, one of the early Mad Max films with Mel Gibson, where he was the villain Toe Cutter. So. Him playing a Morton Joe in 2015 was kind of a full circle moment in terms of him uh, in the Mad Max franchise and working with George Miller, the director, um, and just, <clears throat> just I mean, he was scary as shit <laughs> in in Fury Road. Like I was super impressed. I mean, obviously the prosthetics and the mask and everything like physically that they added to him. You know, uh, but he he took what they put on him and elevated it and turned it into this just completely menacing, um, you know, villainous character who's just, I yeah, you would not want to run into anywhere. Um, So you can see why he was basically the the you know ruling the roost. In this post-apocalyptic wasteland in the Fury Road universe. So um, yeah, Hugh Keysburn did an incredible job. I haven't seen any of the original Mad Max films, but I really need to make an effort to see, especially because his performance as Toe Cutter, he doesn't actually wear a mask or anything, so you can actually see his face and what he's doing uh, in terms of that performance. So um, but yeah, he will most definitely be missed both of these legends this week passing away. So thank you so much for your work and we will definitely be uh, celebrating your legacies for many, many, many years to come. That's for sure. Okay. Moving into happier news. Now we're going to start with some Marvel news and we had some really cool casting announcements uh, coming this week in regards to the Hawkeye Disney Plus series they have started filming first up which is really really cool uh and even though it has not been confirmed yet uh that Haley Steinfeld is playing um Kate Bishop uh Hawkeye's you know the replacement essentially uh for lack of a better term uh you know in the comics in this series uh there have been pictures of her on set uh you know carrying a, a bow wearing black and purple, the colours of Hawkeye. So I think it's pretty much confirmed that she's going to be in it. Um, but this week, uh, the coolest thing to be announced with the casting was the fact that Florence Pugh, was Yelena Belova in the upcoming Black Widow film, she's going to be in the Hawkeye series as well, uh, which is definitely going to help build <clears throat> this world that they're crafting post-endgame and connecting Uh, You know, connecting Hawkeye into the rest of the MCU um, just to see her pop up, and I'm starting to wonder if my—I don't know if you guys remember—I had a theory a few months ago before Black Widow got delayed that maybe her character was gonna turn turn into like a double cross sort of villain role. I didn't—I kind of had a sneaking suspicion she was gonna betray uh, Natasha Romanoff, but I don't know if that's true anymore. But I'm still. Still holding on to some hope that I'm, <laughs> I, my hunch is right. But now that she's confirmed to be in this show, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Um, joining the rest of the cast, uh, we have some names I'm not familiar with. I'm looking forward to getting to know. Uh, Fra Fee, Tony Dalton, Alakwa Cox, and Zan Um uh, But the other big name added was Vera Famiga, who is most known for um, her role in... Um, in the conjuring films um as one of the 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 warrens the psychic paranormal investigators she's insanely talented actress and uh the fact that she's joining the mcu makes me very very happy they haven't said too much else about the story um or any kind of release date for um the upcoming hawkeye show but we will know more once, uh, once things are announced, but um, Vera Farmiga is going to be playing Eleanor Bishop, Kate Bishop's mother. So that's uh, exciting to see. So I'm looking forward to seeing her in the Hawkeye show. It's going to be freaking awesome. Um, okay, moving into some DC news now. Uh, this week we had uh, a new DC series announced um, by the name of Naomi. And this is based on uh, a a brief uh, comic book run that was released a few years ago. uh, Or should I say last year uh, in 2019. It was written by uh, Brian Michael Bendis and David F. Walker. And the artist was Jamal Campbell. Uh, Basically, this is going to be developed by Ava DuVernay, um, who is already working on another DC property, New Gods. Um, and it's also going to be, uh, uh, written and executive produced with, uh, DuVernay is going to be, uh, Jill Blankenship, who worked on Arrow. So you've got that Arrow, Arrowverse cred coming into this one. Um, so that's really exciting. The story basically goes that this, uh, teen heroine named Naomi McDuffie, uh, she's a, uh, she's explored, this series is going to be exploring her uh, struggle to come to terms with her newfound powers. And her unusual role that she's going to be playing in the DC universe. Um, so, yeah, she's also appeared in the Young Justice comics too, this character. So we don't really know too much about about her and how this is going to develop. But it's cool to see another Arrowverse show in the works. And especially with someone like Ava DuVernay uh, behind it, I think is very, very exciting. Um, speaking of exciting, and my God. Just, again, more updates about... Um, HBO Max just kind of sucking the life out of the cinema industry yeah. um, <laughs> yes. as, as, as the year goes on. Um, so following, obviously, Wonder Woman 1984, and uh, as we talked about, I think, last week or the week before, uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, uh, the rumor was that was going to be uh, going to streaming and not being in theaters at all. But now it turns out every single title under the Warner Brothers banner Next year is going to be on HBO Max simultaneously uh, uh, as in the, the, cin- the cinema, in the theatres. So basically uh, following the Wonder Woman 1984 model, it'll be on HBO Max for 30 or 31 days. So you've got a month to check it out at home if you want. Um, and then it's gone. Um, so, and I imagine once it's released on, you know, digital, uh, DVD, Blu-ray, it'll make its way probably back onto HBO Max down the track. They haven't really gotten into those specifics just yet. Uh, but yeah, this there's, it's kind of not a surprise to see that Warner Brothers has made this decision just based on the fact that a lot of the polls and a lot of the figures coming out of the States, uh, are really suggesting that the American population isn't really ready to be going back to the movies yet. And especially because COVID just seems to just not be improving there much at all, which is so very sad on so many levels. Um, so this just seems like for, for Warner brothers, a very logical choice to make uh, definitely from a financial standpoint. Um, and you know, HBO max is going to be raking in a boatload of money. Now they, they are going to be offering a, A free trial too as well for a certain period of time um, uh, in the lead to uh, Wonder Woman 1984 so it'll now have that option uh, just like a lot of the other streaming services do alas uh, for us here in Australia I don't know what that's gonna mean if it's just going to be a theatrical release only or if it'll be on Foxtel or binge here Uh, you know because those those are the services we have that have the rights to these things so um, they haven't made any announcements outside of the United States. But just to mention a few of the films that are going to be coming out this way. Um, James Gunn's The Suicide Squad is going to be one of them. The Matrix 4. Uh, Dune. So when Dune comes out next year. Uh, or Dune. I need to figure out how to pronounce that correctly. <laughs> uh, when that comes out, that'll be HBO Max as well as Cinemas. Godzilla vs. Kong confirmed to be HBO Max as well as Cinema. Space Jam, a new legacy. Space Jam 2 is going to be on both formats as well. The upcoming Conjuring sequel, um, The Devil Made Me Do It, will be on HBO Max and Cinema as the as well as the uh, Sopranos prequel, The Many Saints of Newark. Uh, and In the Heights, um, Lin-Manuel Miranda's, uh, musical adaptation that looks amazing. So, and there's a bunch more films coming as well. Um, yeah, that are going to be on HBO Max and in the cinema. So, all of our American listeners should be very excited and saving their pennies for uh, their subscription to HBO Max before all of these drop in 2021. Okay, moving into other news now. Um, we've got some casting for the upcoming Metal Gear Solid film that's in the works um, with Jordan Vogt-Roberts as director who uh, he directed uh, Kong Skull Island um, and did a fantastic job of it Uh, but Oscar Isaac has been cast as Solid Snake Uh, so the lead character, the lead mercenary the lead soldier of the of the franchise uh in the games and will be now in this film adaptation so um i'm all for oscar isaac doing anything because he's great at what he does uh in every every movie i've seen him in he just kills it so uh this will be really cool to see him leading his own action franchise uh and i just hope that it you know, it, it, it proves fruitful because we all know the track record of video game adaptations to film. So, hopefully, this one is going to be good. Uh, but it's definitely on track with that director and this lead. It's going to, yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be an enjoyable film, I think. Fingers crossed. Uh, in some horror movie news, Universal has announced this week that they're working on a Van Helsing esque film to kind of tie into their Universal Monsters uh, universe that they're kind of rebuilding and rebranding at the moment that you know includes The Invisible Man and Ryan Gosling's upcoming The Wolfman. Um, this one is not going to be specifically about Van Helsing himself, they've said. It's more kind of inspired by and set in the world of... You know, these, you know, uh, either vampire hunters or monster hunters kind of thing. So the character will not be Van Helsing, but it will be, yeah, very, very similar to him. And maybe, who knows, Van Helsing himself may pop up. No word from Hugh Jackman (laughs) (laughs) if he'll ever reprise that character, which would be amazing to see. But um, yeah, (laughs) Mike's not for that.
1: (laughs) I do Uh, like the film considering it's got Hugh Jackman and. And David Wenham at, and, and and Roxbury. You know, yeah. all Australian cast.
0: All Australian cast. So good.
1: But it's the movie, movie was concern.
0: shit. Uh, it was okay. It's not it's great. Not. It's, it's not. It's not. It's, <laughs> it's mid-2000s campy schlock. action. Yeah, yeah. Mid-2000s
1: <laughs> schlock.
0: It's like I'm pretty sure it was directed by Stephen Summers and he did The Mummy and Mummy Returns. So that explains a lot, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All the CG returns. and
1: no substance.
0: Mm, yes. Mm. Anyway, I remember liking it. But that's, that's neither here nor there. Uh, mm. But yeah, anyway, this movie's coming. So uh, hopefully it is, it is good and enjoyable. We will see when it comes out. And lastly, in the nerdy news this week, uh, for Australian listeners, the Actor Awards... Uh, so, basically, our BAFTAs, our Oscars, our, our Golden Globes, maybe more accurately, considering it's a TV and film uh, award-based ceremony. Um, so, basically, the two, the two things that dominated in the awards were um, this uh, ABC miniseries called Stateless, which I really need to watch. Um, so, I'm going to be checking my eye view for that, because it's based on a true story. And the cast in this is just phenomenal. You've got Kate Blanchett, Jai Courtney, uh, Yvonne Strahovski, Asha Keddie, Dominic West, and Marta Dusseldorp. So there's like Australian acting royalty in this series. So no wonder it got a lot of um, awards. It basically swept every category it was nominated in. Um, So for those who are curious as to what it's about, it says it's inspired by True Events, Um, A woman escaping a cult, a refugee fleeing with his family, a father trapped in a dead-end job, and a bureaucrat on the verge of a national scandal find their lives intertwined in an immigration detention center. Oh, oh, thanks Siri for ruining Trying to find cult. (laughs) Keeping a cult. I didn't find keeping a cult. Yeah, neither neither did I, Siri. I don't know why. (laughs) Thank you so much. Uh, but anyway, so all of these people <laughs> from different Ladies walks and gentlemen, of life. Ladies
1: our cameo from Siri. Yes. <laughs> I really should
0: figure out a way to turn her off when I record podcasts and YouTube videos because it's... Becoming a thing. (laughs) So I apologize. Uh, But anyway, so all these people from different walks of life seem to find themselves in this detention center and, uh, you know, things develop from there. So I just it sounds incredible. Uh, As for the film categories, the Australian film Baby Teeth uh, swept pretty much every category it was nominated in as well. Um, that one, I, I don't know too much about, I know it just came out on DVD at my work not too long ago. Um, but it's led by Eliza Scanlon, who, uh, I didn't realize was an actually, actually an Australian actress cause she was in Little Women. Um, the one that came out at the end of last year, um, uh, with Saoirse Ronan and Florence Pugh and all these lovely actresses and actors, uh, Emma Watson, I should mention Pugh,
1: um, <laughs>
0: and uh she she got a big break in Sharp Objects which is a HBO miniseries that starred Amy Adams and Patricia Clarkson um so she's the lead in this and uh basically it's uh she plays a a seriously till seriously till seriously ill teenager uh who falls in love with a drug dealer um uh, which is it's the IMDB description says is her parents worst nightmare I'm like well that makes sense um so, yeah, kind of a maybe a coming of age. Oh, S.E. Davis is in it and Ben Mendelssohn. There you go, some quality Australian talent as well. Um, let me guess, yeah. he's the good guy. Yeah, I don't know, it doesn't say, <laughs> doesn't say he's probably not because <laughs> <laughs> Mendo don't play no good guys, yeah, not in yeah, Hollywood anyway. You
1: haven't called the cops, have you, mate? Are we yeah. all right?
0: Oh, but anyway um so that's the nerdy news for this week uh lots to discuss lots to talk about is there anything that took your fancy full you? uh
2: just want to pay my respects to uh david and hugh yes. Um two wonderful actors that have a legacy that they have just left behind mm-hmm. um I don't know Hugh that well. I know David Prowse for his portrayal in uh, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, my goodness, that man was tall. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You're, you're right. He did look intimidating. So if I stood next to him, I'd be um, scared. <laughs> yes. no, we'd both be scared. <laughs> Very much. Uh, so, yeah, definitely condolences to the family yes. of both. Um, Hawkeye casting... Yay, it's done film. We can't wait. Uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, it's going to be interesting. I like the fact that we're now getting the, the sort of the supporting characters coming through with their own shows or films yeah yeah it's great um which is really which is really exciting because we get to learn more about the actual superheroes themselves Mm -hmm. um because we already know about the big ones you know thor iron man all that they've they've had their blockbusters yeah we need the we need the supporting (laughs) ones now yes we need the smaller ones um so i'm really really happy that uh that hawkeye um is getting his own uh Series, did you say it was? It is a series, series? yes.
0: So it's in the same vein as, um, you know,
2: uh, Wonder Falcon and yeah. the
0: Soldier, Loki. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. it should
2: be should be cool to see. The only other thing that stood out to me uh, in the news was the fact that Warner Brothers is now just going to do the whole Wonder Woman thing, where they're yes. going to release this at cinema and on their HBO um, app. Uh, which will be interesting. Uh, I'm not sure. Well, I suppose it works out a lot better for the Americans currently, yes, for sure. Especially knowing that they're going through um, a lot with their, you know, with their COVID crisis over mm-hmm. there, and yeah. with numbers, with number of cases increasing and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah. not a lot of cinemas will be open for them. So, I suppose no. for them, um, having those type of films um, uh, being broadcast. On HBO is probably a good idea, um, but hopefully the rest of the world will still be able to see those films. Yes, in the cinemas. No, I imagine yeah. we will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just
0: America that yeah has having adapting this formula. It seems. Yeah, no,
2: I, I, yeah. I. That's for me. That's fair enough. Like, mm-hmm. in knowing, knowing that they're not knowing that most of their profits would usually come from America anyway. Well, yeah, um, that's yeah. This is probably their second best option that yeah. they're going to have to go with for now, at least yeah. for the next six months, yeah. I would say. Yeah, at least. Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: awesome.
2: yeah. Um, those are probably the things that really stood out to me in the news. Mm-hmm. How about yourself, Michael?
1: Yeah, uh, same. Uh, bugger the win for David Prowse uh, uh, and Hugh Burns. You know, um, they're, they're, they're going to be in infamy because considering the roles that they've played, especially David mm. Prowse. Um, some of the f- funniest things that you you can see is probably like on set, like recordings of David Prowse as Darth Vader, because he his uh, accent is, is British, but it's West Country British, which is yeah. absolutely hilarious. So yeah. it's like, hello there! It's like, <laughs> Come on, and turn the ship ship around!
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm your father." Look, I'm your father. Think, I'd love,
2: f- I'd love to hear
1: a British Star Wars. Think, think Hot Fuzz and all those accents. Yeah, oh, man. the greater goes the country. Yeah,
0: yeah. great.
1: Obi Wan never told you about your father. Uh, awesome. Um. What else? Yeah. Things are plugging along at the MCU, which is good. Getting whoop, started. Whoop. New, new, um, new blood in the Hawkeyes. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we we'll get to see um, like the young Avengers, which is which is awesome because mm. you get like all those young young all those younguns, and you need new blood. You can't, as you say, fully. You can't just rely on on Thor and all that. Because yeah. we've seen, seen them all. We exactly. Need, we need, like, Squirrel Girl or something, you know. Yeah. Or, or even a live adaptation of Ms. Marvel. That'd yes, which awesome. is coming. Sorry?
0: I'm pretty sure that's happening.
1: I th- Yeah, I think it is. But yeah. like she had her yeah. game, so she she's, she's yes. getting up there.
0: She's getting a series, yep.
1: And, um... On uh, Disney Disney Plus, uh, the the um, the documentary, the new documentary sort of string, actually was to- talking about her and her origins and how she's like the new the the newish up and comer sort of uh, character yeah in, uh, in Marvel, which is awesome. Very cool. And her back- backstory, it's cool. Warner Brothers, uh, yeah. After, I suppose. suppose what they what they're doing with Wonder Woman is going to be with their with their other uh, releases in uh, two thousand two thousand and twenty one. So it's probably just going to be that year and see how it goes. I mean, uh, yeah, America's like got a long way to go before they uh, tackle this this bastard of a of a virus. I mean, mm. I think it was like last week that they. Um, one day was like uh, like 2,800 deaths in a day. So, yeah, that was one nine eleven, uh, And it was just yeah. for one day. And yeah. they broke that record the following day of having over 3,000. So,
0: it's so sad. It's going
1: to be a long and arduous task. And I'm not going to America at least in this decade. So... I'm just gonna leave it at that. Um, Oscar Isaac is a Solid Snake. I mean, if you uh, if you don't know about Solid, uh, if you don't know about Metal Gear, it's very cin- uh, it's very uh, cin- uh, it it is it, it's a um, it is a uh, a game. If <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> words and stuff. Yes, it's yeah. a game. We're good, it's we, a game. We're good
0: with our words tonight. <laughs> yeah.
1: But it's a game that's it's really be, uh, it's uh, for the love of like um, American cinema, so it sort of makes sense that they're actually making a movie out of this. And um, Solar Snake himself was actually based on uh, uh, Christopher Walken, like his oh. face. But yeah. but the character is also is also uh, Kirk Russell's character uh, Snake in Snake. Escape from yeah. New York. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's definitely like that uh, kicking ass guy. So, so it ma- it makes sense, and you know Oscar Isaac, well he's, he's awesome, and I, I reckon he will do it justice, and I'm, uh, and I think this is probably going to be a, a good adaptation to a to a game to film because it, it sort of makes sense because it it was like originally cinematic, so you you're like watching watching and playing a cinematic uh, sh- um movie game. Thing hybrid, yeah, yeah. It, it was like one of the first and uh, to delve into like basic store story and uh, and it's probably like the first time you play stealth as a as a as a way of playing a game. Uh, you got like the choice of being stealth or like going in gung ho and yeah, it's awesome game. Awesome game. I, I do nice. recommend them. Oh good. Um, yeah. Uh, Universal doing uh, a new horror film set in the world of Van Helsing. Uh, hopefully, it's the val- Van Housing that's like uh, uh, it's like an old guy. I, I, I really like the the old the old guy version of Van Housing It's like got the Van Helsing, like I was. Uh, is it was it Anthony Hopkins in
0: in Dracula, the the Coppola Dracula, yeah, yeah so sort of like that. Yeah.
1: A bit like that, like it's yeah. like old reform, and he's been doing it for a while, uh, and um, yeah, it, 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 I I can't really can't really picture him as, as someone else. Like he's sort of based on like uh, other things. It's like this uh, kind of like like if it's like true uh, true uh, true grit, may, maybe that sort of character is like this old cowboy has been doing doing it for for years like, mm. and he's got he's he's got the silver bullets. He's got the stakes. He's got everything in the back of his van. Well, back of his his horse and carriage if they're going if they're doing that. Yeah, it's got it's going to be cool like, Monster Hunter, but a proper Monster Hunter movie. Yeah, that's more interesting and more poetic. Uh, the actor awards. Well, they. They they flew under the radar. Yeah, they did. It. Eh, it's like the actors happened. It's like, oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> thanks I for letting us know. I
0: guess. Yeah.
1: It's like I I always enjoy like like um you know um celebrating Australian like cinema and and TV shows and it, and it's really cool that um uh, uh stateless got. Uh, Got all the gongs, uh, which Mm. is is sort of a proven proven thing that uh, you should, um, you know, we we should fund the ABC properly.
2: Yes. Because
1: it puts people into work and if you think otherwise, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it here first. (laughs) Yes. Endorsed by Fred the Only Productions. Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's that South Park thing. It's like, this is CNN or Fox News. Who cares? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, that's ba- yeah, that's basically it. Um, yeah. Bring on Wonder Woman. But who? Wonder Woman. I want to watch it. And he, yes. Yeah, and I uh, I I need to watch it, and possibility possibility get uh, my wife to watch it as well because I, I said ah oh, don't she she said oh, I don't want to watch that it's it's a comic book film it's got it's got Chris and Wig in it and it's like oh, okay <laughs> so I probably hooked her in that nice it's like you you like bridesmaids.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah yeah so what about you Kendall do you like bridesmaids
0: yes I do actually
1: you were I twice mentioned bridesmaid
0: I am yeah twice and soon to be twice more so
2: yeah. I, I've never been a bridesmaid
0: oh, you will one day
2: well, I hope so I'm sure you will <laughs>
0: I'm sure you will. It'll happen. Mm. I'd like to be a bloody bride though, I tell you what. Anyway. Me too. Yeah, you here. here. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, so that's Always
2: the single person at the single table, Me never the bridesmaid too. or the bride. Okay.
1: <laughs> well, bride. Can yeah. I just say I will never be a bridesmaid? <laughs> <or> a bride. <laughs> so, I you, know, in the you same never boat. know.
2: You never know. I'll
1: never know. I'll never know the hardship when it comes to wearing a god-awful dress at someone else's <laughs> no! happiness. No, the dry, I like the dresses.
2: I like the bridesmaid dresses.
0: Yeah, they're good. I've had. I've gotten really lucky with the two dresses that I've had to wear so far. So. Yeah. Beautiful dresses. And I'm not just saying that because, you know... I, don't I was because I was in Mike's wedding.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would say it otherwise because it was a beautiful dress. Anyway, um, that's the nerdy news. Let's press on, shall we? Uh, we've got a lot to get through. Starting with our next segment, where we are gonna roll on up to the trailer park.
1: Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers.
0: He All oh, right. Our first trailer is for an upcoming Netflix movie. What was that from Michael?
1: Uh, just a snigger because you, like, uh, you sound like David Prowse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right now. All right now. I am your father. <laughs>
1: Luke, I'm your father.
0: Luke, I'm your father.
1: I don't oh, like no. that tackle up there. <laughs>
0: Anywho, uh, our first trailer is for an upcoming uh, Netflix film written and directed by uh, one Robert Rodriguez. Uh, we Can Be Heroes. Not to be confused with the Chris Lilly miniseries that aired on the ABC about 15 years ago. Uh, this film is a sequel uh, of sorts to The Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Uh, which came out in the early 2000s and uh, uh, starred Taylor Lautner before he was Jacob Black in the Twilight franchise. Uh, however, he is not anywhere to be seen in this trailer because he has not reprised his role as Shark Boy uh, in 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 this for some reason. So he's been recast. So boo earns to that. Um, But the original Lava Girl is in it, um, Taylor Dooley, so that's exciting. But my eyes were on Pedro Pascal the entire time he was on screen because he looks fine (laughs) in this trailer, Um, just to be superficial for a little bit um, because, you know, I love me some Mandalorian action. Um, But yes, this has got a great cast, apart from him as well. Priyanka Chopra, Boyd Holbrook, Christian Slater... Uh, Christopher McDonald as well. Um, just a beautiful roster going, and it looks like before I drop my phone, it looks like uh, yeah, a film that I'm probably not going to watch just because I had no interest in seeing Shark Boy and Lava Girl back in the day, and it was more catered to me then because when that when that came out, I was in my early teens, um, and but I think the cool thing about this film now is the fact that the story seems to be about how you know. Um, the, the the heroes of that age from the first film have now grown and our adults and our parents with kids uh, and then they've all fallen um, because these aliens have invaded and kind of, you know, taken them away or defeated them. And, uh, yeah, and now it's up to the ki- their, their kids to save the day. So it's kind of like a nice full circle generational sort of thing. So I feel like the, you know... People, people our age who were, were a fan of the original film, maybe they now have kids and then they can watch this film with their kids and be like, you know, I loved Shark Boy and Lava Girls. So I feel like it's kind of a cool film in that sense that maybe there'll be some family bonding over the watching experience. It looks pretty cool. The effects look so much better than the original because, my God... Sharkboy and Lava Girl, like, it's constantly a film that pops up on worst CGI lists. Oh. Yeah. It's it's really bad. Um, <laughs> and it was when they were trying to... It was during the early, early days of th- the 3D phenomenon. Oh. Like, early, like before, way before Avatar. But, okay. like, yeah, they were trying all these 3D effects. Um, and, yeah, it just didn't work very well, unfortunately. But... Yeah, I don't know. This film looks like it's it's harmless fun, good a good family film for the cinemas, especially if it's, you know, it's it's definitely a more family-friendly superhero film because, you know, as as great as the MCU and the DCEU are, you know, a lot of the violence is pretty confronting, especially for the the little tackers. So, uh this is definitely the uh perfect antidote to that. Um yeah, I think it's yeah, I don't know. It's got a lot of charm to it, but I'm not, I'm probably not going to watch it, but, uh, I think it, I think it'll be all right. Uh, Fulia, what'd you think?
2: This was so cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. It was pretty heavy on the cheese. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Like it, it just seemed like one of those kids films where everything's just going to be hitting you with obvious
1: yeah. And
2: don't <laughs> beat around the bush. <laughs> no. Nope. Um the only thing that sort of um really stood out to me was yes, Pedro Pascal. <gasps> yeah. Um, as soon as I saw him, I'm like, oh, he's getting all the roles now. Looking fine. <laughs> okay. And then, fine. Um, and then I recognized another young actor Ooh. by the name of Isaiah Russell Bailey, Oh. Uh, who is also a, um, a wonderful young actor mm-hmm. in a Netflix show called uh, Family Reunion.
0: Okay. Yeah.
2: And it's a sitcom. Nice. He is funny. Oh, cool. He's a a good, funny actor. Nice. So, so, you know, uh, good on him and kudos for getting a role in a feature film. Mm. But other than that, I don't know if I'll be watching this, to be honest. Um, I mean, okay, yes, I watched Spy Kids. Oh, yeah, Spy Kids was good. That was good.
0: Yeah, Um, the first one was really good. Yeah,
2: the first one, definitely. This just... Yeah, nah, <laughs> not for me. <laughs> All right,
1: fair enough. We're not the target audience here. No, <laughs> uh, Michael. I must have had a very interesting childhood, because I despise this as a kid. Because I didn't watch it because it looked like shit. Yeah, I didn't watch. I didn't watch Spy Kids. I thought. It, I thought that was shit. Cody Banks was shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was <laughs> alright just, just, no that era of cinema that was catering for children <laughs> even as a kid I thought this is shit give me something good That and that's probably why I, I, I watch like, stuff that's a little bit older o- older stuff because I didn't want to be pandered to mm. and sure uh, people who are f- fans of this will probably watch it <clears throat> excuse me I'll probably watch this for the... For, for the uh, nostalgia value. And as you say, Kendall... If they have children, they'll probably watch this. I'm not going to... I'm not going to let Zelda watch this tripe. I'm sorry. And... I know uh, Robert uh, Rodriguez has done a lot of other films that I actually do like. Mm. Uh, like Sin City was good. Um... I think he did that,
0: didn't he? Yeah. I think he did, yeah. Let me, let yeah, me yeah. confirm
1: that for you. But but also he yes. he did he, he did an up and coming uh thing that we're going to talk about later on. He uh,
0: did.
1: So, yeah, um I think I think the thing is he was doing this for his kids at the time. So and actually put his kids in in the in these movies. Mm-hmm. As well. As well, so yeah, you know, I, I'll give him props for that, you know. But nah it's it's not my cup of tea. It never was. And if you get enjoyment out of this, then good on you. I think you're probably a more beautiful person than I am. So if you if you enjoy if you enjoy this shit, <laughs> 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 but, but yeah, you know, yeah, you're, you're entitled of li- liking liking stuff, but you know. Come on. Come on. Come on, Ozzy, come on. I probably let Zelda watch Sin City before she would watch (laughs) (laughs) Love and Go and Sharkboy. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, well, you know. That that's that's just me. That's my particular thing. So when am I not going to watch this, Kendall?
0: Well, we will not be watching this, but uh if you're interested, uh We Can Be Heroes will be available on Netflix on Christmas Day.
1: And how dare you steal a bowie song?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a that's a classic. <laughs> <Do-do-do-do-do-do-do.
1: Yeah.
2: laughs>
0: How dare they? We can be heroes. (laughs) Everyone steals that song. It's in so much. I mean, it's a legendary song, so it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's usually in fucking superhero movies too. It's like no, it's it's wrong. (laughs) That's not what it's about. (laughs) It's for ordinary people, not people with fucking powers. It's like that. It's like when they use hallelujah wrong. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: mean all intents and purposes, uh I'm I'm always iffy with Zack Snyder, but at least he actually uses that, that song correctly. In, yeah. in, in his stuff, so Yeah. Anyway.
0: Next Anyway, <laughs> next trailer where the quality goes up, in my opinion. Uh our second trailer is an upcoming film by the name of The Mauritanian. And I gotta say that So, we're eating... Fulia and I have this delicious cake that we were eating while we were watching the trailers. And I stopped eating. (laughs) I I stopped eating the cake while this trailer was on. Because I was like, oh my god, this looks amazing. Um, This is... Okay, this is an Oscar-baity-ish film. And I'm fully able to admit that and accept that for what it is. That's fine. But it looks incredible. Uh, I think my only drawback from this trailer is that they put a lot of footage in there, Mm. probably too much. They didn't really give too much away though, that being said, but there was just a lot to take in. Uh, I think they really could have probably simplified it a bit, you know, made the trailer a good 30 seconds shorter and just kind of left it, uh, you know, without showing too much of the courtroom stuff. Not that they did, but you know, I just, I just feel like they could have reined it in a bit. Less is more sort of thing. Uh, But apart from that, like, it looks so good i i don't really know too much about uh, guantanamo bay and the you know the things that go on there and the mistreatment of the prisoners and the unlawful detain uh, detention of of all of these people whether they're guilty or innocent without trial um, so this trailer looks like it's going to in this film i should say rather is, looks like it's going to be very educational on that front as well um, and who doesn't love jodie foster like Yes, queen, please. (laughs) And she's playing a hotshot lawyer who's, you know, defending the accused. um, And Shailene Woodley, also another queen, um, you know, uh, being her her legal aid, her second in command, basically. Um, And they're, you know, they're good American women lawyers who are going to be defending yeah, this. This guy who, in the eyes of everyone, is a terrorist and a, an awful person that should be condemned. and But he's claiming he's innocent and, um, you know, he's being slandered for no reason, locked up for no reason. And it's just... So this it's going to be a fascinating story. And then on the other side of it, you've got bloody Benedict Cumberbatch um, distracting me with his accent. Sorry, cucumber. Um, I love you. <laughs> but <laughs> the accent was distracting. So I'm like, I know how you sound. You know, and your your Doctor Strange accent is much more convincing than that. Um, I don't know why they couldn't have gotten an American to play that role. Maybe he looks a lot like the real-life dude if they're basing it off a real-life dude, which they probably are. That's probably what it is. Also, I mean, you know, Cumberbatch is supremely talented and very... I mean, he's a Sorcerer Supreme. (laughs) Um, He's very versatile. Very versatile actor. Uh, very popular as well and so, you know, uh, probably a good way to get a lot of people to watch a film like this telling a story like this is to have someone like Cumberbatch in this Mm. because he's a big name and um, you know, especially the ladies really like him so, um, yeah but it looks, it just looks phenomenal and Zachary Levi is in it too and uh, hell to the motherfucking yes on, on Mr Levi as well um yeah I just it just looks so good yeah i can't I can't really say too much else uh i just I just can't wait to watch it honestly uh folia what did, what are your
2: thoughts? I don't think I'll be watching this it's a little too much in the reality side of things for me because it is based on a true story mm-hmm. um I don't know, like. I, I understand that this will probably be very educational, as you said, Kendall. Yes. Um, and I am curious as to what has or had happened during that time. But I, I'm i not that curious enough to find out the details. Um, it's a, It's a thing that happened in history that I would just want to leave back there because it was such a... Uh, such a scary time
0: yeah it was um
2: and and especially um especially for a lot of islamic people yeah um here in australia with the who were just af- like who are afraid yeah of being you know discriminated against because yeah. of what happened yeah it was awful. um and you know me being one of them but yeah uh yeah, uh, for me it was—it's it maybe a little too real. Although in this instance, it is just sort of going through a case that I don't know whether it was something that was actually in the news about. To be honest,
0: well, who knows? Because I mean, maybe it was, and maybe it just maybe wasn't something that was widely reported mm. on. Because obviously, the way you know the American. Media is controlled, yeah, that's true, and monitored, yeah. you know, by certain right-leaning people. Um, you know, stories like this don't really seem to make the waves that they should, mm. uh, and especially for us, uh, you know, at, in the 2000s, we were in our teens, and you know, not really too, con- not all of us were very too concerned with this, this kind of stuff going on. And if we were, it was more about what's happening to America and not what's happening to the Islamic. And Muslim communities being discriminated unfairly against. So yeah, yeah, but yeah. So I can I can totally understand your you know reservations with this Mm, one. Yeah, yeah. it's it's tough subject matter.
2: It is. It really is. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Not not
1: for me. Fair enough. (laughs) Too too much drama. (laughs) No. Fair enough, (laughs) (laughs) Michael. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sort of in the same boat because. uh, Okay. Bear in mind, I I do dabble in like history and. And yes. consider it and with this I'm very skeptical because there is a thing where if, uh, if American movie is br- uh, predict- uh, is uh, doing a lot of uh, army stuff they usually need they usually need to ask the army to actually borrow like tanks and all, all that things yes uh, one, one of the things is they uh, with the preso- uh, with a with a caveat, that you can't really make the the American Army as like a villain or even no pretty much criticize the Army. So bearing in mind this is the, uh, with this subject matter, it's like yes, that, um, uh, after after uh, not, uh, after the world Twi- uh, after the the world famous terrorist attack that that uh, we all know and witnessed on television um america jumped straight into patronage and as like we got to we got to protect protect um uh, america at all costs and and yeah it's uh looking back at it now it's like it, it's it was it was definitely insane considering consider yeah. what, what did happen and and also also the innocent people actually had to deal with that especially with yeah. the uh, islamic community uh, all around the world it's it was absolutely horrible i mean mm-hmm. even even in australia um I, I don't want to get into it but you know, no but, let's, yeah. let's
0: not get into it yeah.
1: but yeah yeah the canal riots and all that all that yeah. bullshit and awful <laughs> it was just awful and yes the the i, I yeah they're they're probably um uncovering that um uh the American army actually used torture to actually get um to to get uh to get the prisoners to actually actually admit that oh they are terrorists and, and blah 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 but then you've in a way it's 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 not feasible because when you torture someone into confessing they will tend to actually say yes because they are getting tortured and it's absolutely fucking horrible. So, I don't know if I would watch this either uh, considering it could be like a propaganda mo- movie to say, yes, this did happen, but, you know, because terrorism. And it's like, no, it's... In a way, in a way, the term terrorism has definitely changed throughout the years. I mean, um, even in ET, uh, when they when uh, Steven Spielberg was doing his changes, mm. you know, ter- ter- turning the guns into cellular phones, and yeah. al- also also changing the word uh, uh, terrorist to hippie because the the older older the older brother. Was dre- was dressing up to be a terrorist, as in a, you know, a natural terrorist that of the time, you know, with uh, with uh, the with the um uh, the Irish militants and all that. So he was it was it was all decked out in the army gear as well. So, but they changed the word terrorist to hippie, and if you actually watch in the movie, he doesn't look like a hippie. no
2: because essentially
1: he put on a clown face basically but uh from from the neck down he was a he, he was a terrorist so with and and then you know society completely changed and 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 if you and yeah if you if you weren't Weren't with us, you're against us, and that sort of mentality, and it definitely manifests in what we're going through now. Um, It's like if if you're not for for a particular party, then you're against me, and you're you're everything under the sun that I can call you. It's like, and you have to prove that you're not. So, uh, so yeah, I'm I'm not going to watch this movie either. It's just I I don't want to be disappointed or enlightened. If you want to know the story, read read history books. Don't don't rely on television to tell you the truth. <laughs> or better still, watch Star Wars.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. If want, well. If you want if if you want to see a uh, downtrodden like uh, rebels, uh, taking on an empire, there you go. <laughs>
0: yes. It's a certain well,
1: point of view. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. Well, don't so,
1: don't. So yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay.
0: It's okay. Delays. Uh. Well, don't hold it against me if I if I go watch and enjoy this. No, no, no. Go, no,
1: go ahead. Because um, <laughs> I'm starting to feel bad for being no, so, no, no. so emphatic no. about it, and
0: both you guys are like, real. <laughs> no, 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 real. no, 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 no,
1: no. You go, go enjoy it. It's good. Yeah. yeah. It's it's good to get like the um seed of of, of what actually did. Did happen and ha- how people need to actually realize, yeah, yeah, horrible things can happen, but it can also happen in your own, you know, camp. So,
0: yes, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll be seeing The Mauritanian. <laughs> um, not, not on this date because this is an American date. Uh, it'll be out in the US on the 19th of February next year. Uh, if you are willing and able to go to a cinema and check it out do so at your leisure Uh, and no Australian release date just yet, so hopefully around the same time because yeah really keen Jodie Foster, Oscar nominee 2021, calling it now Uh, our third and final trailer is uh, another film based on based or inspired by reinterpreted of True Events uh, also, another Netflix film called The Dig, uh, and yeah, I'm definitely going to be watching this. Uh, that's for sure because it's it, it's talking about whenever it refers to the dig, it's it's a it's an archaeological dig that uh, took actually took place um, in 1939. Um, so this is like a reimagining of the events of that dig that took place. Um, near woodbridge in suffolk england um which is a site of uh two early medieval cemeteries that date from the 6th to 7th centuries uh one of those cemeteries had an undisturbed ship burial with a wealth of anglo-saxon artifacts and most of those objects are now found in the uh, british museum which is pretty cool um, so you can, you know, if you're in England, you can, you know, watch this movie and then head on over to the, the museum and check out the real mm-hmm. life artifacts that were found um, like 80 years ago. It's pretty special. Uh, but yeah, no, this looks like a lovely, a lovely piece, a lovely film. Uh, I like the color palette of it. Um the period piece is, you know, always very charming. And it's, it's got a great cast. Again, um, Carrie Mulligan, Willie James and Ray Fines, uh especially looks like he gives a very good performance, especially because you know he's going against type and playing a hero uh, <laughs> or a pro- or a protagonist, you know, which he he's not as you know known for really when you think of Ray Fines. Um And well, he does
1: play M. Yeah, like the yeah. new M.
0: Yeah, he does. He does, but you know. When I think oh, of Ray sorry, Fiennes, spoiler,
1: sorry, spoilers uh, for the if you're not up to that bit yet. Of?
0: It went over your um, head. Uh, well,
2: ignore it. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, don't say it in case you are going to say it. I'm going to hear it back in the podcast when I edit. No. Okay. <laughs> well,
0: I don't know. I was trying to just... save you. Fine, James Bond. Ruined. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Fiennes pops up in James Bond. Okay. Okay. Later on. <laughs> During... I'm probably going to forget by then. Okay. okay. <laughs> is it during the Daniel Craig run? I think it is. It's
1: a... Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 it is. It, it's in it,
1: Skyfall, Sky... Sky
2: right? Yeah. Skyfall. He starts in
1: Skyfall and, yeah, and he's and... going to be in the new one, which it will be next year. But... Which will be,
2: yes, yes, exactly. i got to start up that uh, marathon again.
0: Yes, you do. <laughs> Anywho, well, you... the dig. Yeah. The dig. Sorry. Gold leader. Um Yeah, but no. When I think of Ray Fiennes, I think of Voldemort. I think of Schindler's List. Like, you know, he's just so bloody good at playing villains. Um, But so it's nice to see him in a role that's completely different to that, and looks like a lovely, understated kind of performance he's giving. So I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing him and to getting to know these characters in this film, in this story. It just seems very charming, and and then there's you know the backdrop of the Second World War going on uh which is that's going to be uh interesting to see how that unfolds in terms of you know they're, they're trying to focus on the the preservation and excavation of these uh centuries-old items um you know they're invaluable really and here you know england is going to war with germany um so it's just yeah it's definitely going to make for some drama for some tense moments some. Tumultuous events happening, so uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's going to be a very enjoyable film. I I, I think it looks it looks really really good. Uh, what do you think, Fulia?
2: It looks interesting, but um, I I feel like this the whole trailer just sort of went over my head because I was confused as to what they were excavating. For a moment there, I thought they were resurrecting Noah's Ark uh when i when i saw the whole boat thing um but then i quickly realized once the whole thing was excavated i'm just like oh no it's not okay hold on <laughs> um yeah look uh, i don't know uh, another one that i'm not gonna probably see. Hey, this is
0: a bad trailer park yeah sorry guys <laughs> Well, I like two out
2: of three. So. Oh, that's, no, that's fair so, enough. I two mean, out of three is, ain't bad. As some some <laughs> of us like it. Uh, I I don't know. Maybe it's just me being so tired that it, the information didn't sink in very well.
0: That's um, okay. I may it's... have
2: to rewatch the trailer. No,
0: no, it's okay.
2: Yeah, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it just wasn't as interesting as I thought it was
1: going to be for me. Okay. Uh, so,
2: I probably won't be watching it. <laughs> no Michael?
1: Problem. Well, out of the three, this is probably the the enjoyable one. So, uh, for me, I have a vague memory of this happening. Like they were confused of ha- seeing a boat in, uh, in midland, in in the Midlands. It's like, why is this here? So, and and they gotta protect it because it's a uh, wartime. Well, it's on the cusp of wartime. So, mm. and yeah. It's, it's based on uh, when they say archaeology. Uh, I was thinking, ah, archaeology, wartime, and this is not Indiana Jones. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ray Fans did play a Nazi, so.
0: <laughs> yes, he did.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's not really much to actually talk about. I think it will be. It, it's going it's probably going to be one of those nice films to just, just just watch you know it's like it's a little brief history and on in the backdrop of history so and they're re, uh, yeah that's a thing it's layers upon layers of history it's it's wartime history and it's also history about archaeology of H- history anglo saxon and and uh and uh, N- uh northic uh Beryl. Um systems, I suppose if you like like um oh it's not uh, Tony Robertson's um uh question time whatever it's called the the archaeology show where they fi- find where they cut off a little section and they and they dig for stuff and usually they find nothing and that's the whole show. I think it's gonna be that on steroids because it's a movie and they can do and do stuff and, and they can hire 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 awesome actors. I've got less to talk about this, but it's probably a good thing. I've got less to talk about, it, less criticisms. It just looks it probably just look enjoyable if there's nothing else to watch on Netflix. That's if I'm if I've if finished Cobra Kai, of course.
0: Woo Fair enough.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Woo! I Jump love Cobra Kai.
0: Kai; it's great.
1: <laughs> I probably need to rewatch um, Karate Kids as well. Mm. One to one to four.
0: Yes, one to four.
1: Including the one that doesn't have daniel's
0: Danielson. Yes. <laughs> All right.
1: That tie-in? I don't know.
0: Yeah, it may. It very well may. We'll find out. Maybe. Who knows? So, when um, is
1: it coming out?
0: The dig. The Dig will be available for streaming on Netflix on the 29th of January. Nice. Mm, nice. I will add it to my list. Okay, uh, that's Trailer Park for this week. Roll on out. Roll on and out. And now it looks like we've arrived at a couple of quickie reviews.
1: Quickie Review.
0: Starting with, uh, so the film that I ended up seeing um, at the cinema during the week uh, was Happiest Season, uh, which we talked about in Trailer Park uh, not too long ago, uh, as a film that I have been hotly anticipating for the longest time ever since it was announced, because it is a lesbian romantic comedy. And I'm just all about that very much. Uh, and it's such a, a lovely film. I I don't have really much I don't really have anything bad to say about it like it it's super charming um, it's very funny uh, like there's a lot of good humor in it um, very family friendly um, and just just... You know, I mean, it's not an entirely original story that's being told because, you know, there's been lots of films over the years that have dealt with, uh, you know, this kind of issue where you have this, you have a a gay couple who, you know, one person's out, one person's still in the closet. um, And, you know, that person comes from a highly conservative family uh, or a family in the public eye, uh, as they are in this film. And, And so, you know, then... the the girlfriend or the boyfriend ends up having to meet the family and pretend to not be in a relationship with their son or daughter Um, and either hilarity or awkward tension drama uh, ensues or all of that, all of the above Um, but you know, I mean they've done such a good job telling this story and I don't, you know, I don't usually like Christmas movies, like my favourite Christmas movie is probably Die Hard, (laughs) If it gives you a good good grasp on how much I like Christmas movies. Um, but um, this is definitely going to be in my, you know, in my top five probably Christmas movies ever, just because it charmed the pants off me. Um, it's got an amazing cast led by Kristen Stewart and Mackenzie Davis as the eponymous couple of the film. Um, and... Uh, Dan Levy from Schitt's Creek popped up in this and I was very happy to see him having just finished Schitt's Creek uh, earlier this week uh, so getting to see him in a in another project was awesome, he was very funny in it um, and Aubrey Plaza's in it as well Victor Garber <laughs> Victor Garber <laughs> <For>
2: <laughs> <you>.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Mary Steenbergen um, and uh, Alison Bree as well like it's just yeah it's it's a beautiful cast uh, that make up a beautiful film and it's yeah I just I, I just really really enjoyed it the performances all around were really really good and I loved how just lovely it was written and presented um cliches abound but they were they were done just superbly well like and it wasn't cheesy it wasn't over the top it wasn't melodramatic in the slightest like it was a, it was a harmless fun very enjoyable and a beautiful just kind of interpretation of, uh, you know, someone if, you know, someone struggling with being true to themselves and living, living their truth. Um, just, you know, for a 2020 audience, like it was the messages that are in this movie are, are really powerful and really important right now, and uh, yeah. So I, and I feel like they got them across very well with humor and and heart. So I highly recommend checking out Happier Season. I give it a four out of five. Cool. Yes. Fulia. Yes. You've got a cookie review for us too. I
2: do, and yes. it's Disney related. Ooh. I saw the live action Mulan.
0: Yes. Okay. All right. Now, now, now! Before you start, yes, don't say too much. I won't because I haven't seen it. That's fine. And we're doing it on another show. Yes, soon.
2: It'll be a non-spoiler review, and it'll be very sort of summarised and overall fabulous of my thoughts. Okay, awesome. Uh, kudos to the Disney crew for putting it together. Uh-huh. It's actually been pretty good. Okay, I enjoyed it. Don't compare it to the... No, no, okay. Don't compare it to the animated version, honestly. Just watch it as a standalone movie. Right. And it's good. Okay. Yes. Um, I enjoyed the fact that they still use the music as a sort of a background soundtrack, Mm -hmm. which was really good. Um, They did have reflections sung in the credits.
0: Oh, that's nice.
2: In English and in Chinese. Oh. Which was really nice. Um, I really enjoyed that uh all right I, I, there are things that are different. there are characters that are either not in the film or have been turned human. Oh um so but I will say that I enjoyed the overall sort of story of it mm-hmm. it is still the Mulan story okay there's no romance okay so the the, the romance that we saw in the animated version is mm-hmm. not in this one okay this is very much the drama action okay right but it's still enjoyable I, like, I liked it good um, Donnie Yen as Commander Tongue was good because I, I, as soon as I saw him, I'm like, yes. Loved Amazing. Ian. Yeah. yeah. He's really good. He's... Mm-hmm. Oh, man. His martial arts is just impeccable.
0: He's so... <laughs> he is one with the force, after all. Oh, yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, You do not recognize Jet Li as the Emperor. Ooh. Oh, man. The makeup they use on him. Jeez. You do not recognize him. Okay. Impressive. yeah, yeah, But he does really well. Um, you've got... Jason Scotley playing Bori Khan, who is the uh the villain in the film Ooh. we've also got another starts off villain, but then t- something happens uh played by Lee Gong who the character's name is uh Xian, I think it's Jian yang something like that. Yeah. I'm sorry if I'm butchering the name. Sure.
0: yeah. I'm, I, I tried. Gonna, I yeah, <laughs> you did and I
2: won't. Yeah. No. Because I will do worse. <laughs> um she plays an interesting character. Okay. She does. Um I won't say who exactly she represents. Um you'll okay. you'll see it. You'll All see right. it. I'll, we'll yeah, see. yeah yeah. Yeah.
0: Right.
2: Um but yeah, like I said, overall, a good film. Don't don't go comparing it to the animated version because a lot of it is different from the actual cartoon itself uh so just watch it as its own movie <laughs> i will give it a three and a half out of five
0: okay yeah still pretty good cool yeah nice thank you very much and that's got to be the quickest quickie reviews we've had in the longest time yes <laughs> so because we-, we
2: don't want to spoil each other
0: on Fre- anything. yeah Freaking well done to us <laughs> nice okay So that means now it's time for the segment, the part, the area of the show we like to call
2: Popcorn Culture.
0: (laughs) Yay.
2: Get out your popcorn, folks.
0: Yes. Get out, y'all, popcorn, and get comfortable, because uh, you know it's time to look. Star Talker, <laughs> he's waiting for a Michael reaction. Uh, yes, it is. It is that time of the show, ladies and gentlemen, where we discuss the latest episode of the Mandalorian. Holy! Working short balls. Yes. <laughs> this this episode is chapter 14, the tragedy.
2: As soon as I saw the, the, uh, the title of this episode, I was like, what yeah. is going to happen? Yeah,
0: I immediately was upset. <laughs> I saw it in this, the tragedy. I'm like, oh, no, something's going to happen to Grogu. I'm not going to handle it. And something
2: did happen. Yeah. And it's not nice. No. Yeah. I cried. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Michael? I was more yeah, I was more like are they going to do it? Are they going to do it? Come on. They're, <laughs> they're not going to do it. They have got two more episodes. Come on. Surely, <laughs> surely save it for for at least it's the second last. I mean, that's what they did with with um Pigman.
0: Yeah. Ki- killed him off. Yeah, Quill. Quill. You talking
1: about Quill, yeah. I uh, spoken. Okay.
0: I have spoken. Yes,
1: <laughs> for the last time.
0: Mm, oh. Oh, well, it is a tragedy. Yes, yes. And speaking of tragedies, this episode, uh, apart from the contents of, you know, was was anything but a tragedy in terms of it its quality as an episode. Um, I I'm really pleased with the fact that, uh, you know, and I, I was fully expecting another sort of side quest on the way to Titan. Um I wasn't expecting but us I thought to too, yeah, 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 I wasn't expecting us to go straight there. Uh so when, you know, at the start of the episode when they they pull up and and Din says this is Titan, we're going to, you know, find your stone and, you know, you're going to do your thing. I was like, "Oh my god, okay, we're already here. Fantastic." Which means some shit's going to go down because that fucking tracking beacon is on the Razor Crest. Oh yeah. And boy, did it go down, but my goodness. Um, Just the opening scene was probably. I mean, there's so many favourite scenes, but in terms of the moment of the episode where I was happiest, was the beginning, because, you know, nothing bad had happened yet, but mostly just because (laughs) it was so sweet. To see Din just calling Grogu just to get Grogu to react.
2: Yes, how cute! And then he was
0: like, he was like laughing to himself, like having a (laughs) chuckle, just because it was such a novelty to him. And just like, oh, you're my Grogu. Like, oh, yeah. (laughs) That was really, really sweet. That was really, really sweet. And then you know, and then it got a bit moving when you know he had that moment of realization after. You know, he he let let Grogu take you know, use the Force to get the the little ball back that he loves, and then he's like, you know, Dank Ferrick, I have to fucking give this kid up, and I don't want to. Yeah, you know, I have to let him choose his way. Um, yeah, I can't could...
1: be daddy anymore.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he
1: doesn't
0: want to let go. You know, um, but yeah, it's it's very you know, it's sad, but it's these are moments that are are going to happen, but um. But yeah, getting, getting to, getting to Tython and getting him on the, on the stone was, was fantastic. And then just, we've been wondering when he was going to come back in and then lo and behold... Slave One just comes flying in. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! It's Boba Fett time. Yes. Here he is. Here he comes. And <laughs> I was happy,
1: and I was also surprised that it still fucking worked after. Yeah, yeah I right? know. After, right? after, after probably like, just sitting in the de- desert for about twenty five years.
0: Yeah, well, it'd be it'd be less than that actually. Because I mean. This takes place, like, five years after Mm. Return of the Jedi. So it's probably only been, like, five, six years since he, quote, unquote, died. Um, Mm. Yeah. So there's that. But, um, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, was not... Wasn't expecting... I was, like, I was fully expecting to see Moff Gideon show up then and there. But then when it was Slave 1 flying in, I, yeah, lost my fucking shit straight away. Um, Yeah. Fulia, how did you react to seeing Boba Fett?
2: Um, I was excited to see him. I was really happy to see him. Uh, obviously, uh, Din was a little concerned because he's never heard of him or seen him before. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, the fact that he's asking for his armor back and Din's yeah. just like... How, sh- how how should I tr- why should I trust you you you're not Mandalorian yeah
0: yeah
2: <laughs> um so he has to literally prove the fact that he is yeah well, he was his father was a foundling they said
0: yes I loved that was one of my other favorite things about this episode is the fact that we got a lot of backstory on on Boba Fett and Django. and on Django Fett. yeah the fact that they revealed that Django was actually a foundling I mean I think it was basically. Assumed that he was anyway, but it was it like, was like it a,
1: a slight retcon as well. Where um I think in the Clone Wars they said there there it was an off th- uh, off uh, comment that Django was was a rebel and um, he, he wasn't really a, a Delorean or anything like that. So and it didn't really make and it sort of didn't really make sense on why. Uh, why he decided, it's like, yeah, I'll I'll be I'll be a I'll, I'll be a blueprint for this clone war. It's like, really, okay, it mm-hmm. doesn't really it doesn't really uh, make sense within the um, Mandalorian code. So yeah, so it was definitely um, a good. It's definitely a good retcon to say say. Um, uh, Boba Fett is is now a badass and not just a complete yeah. punk. That... Yeah,
0: and that was one of the the really cool reveals about it because, like, you know, a lot of fans of Star Wars and of Boba Fett's character in general were just always, you know, so disappointed with the fact that he was dispatched of in Return of the Jedi like that. Um, you know, and kind of not, you know, he was kind of an empire was built up as this kind of, you know gnarly bounty hunter you know you don't want to mess with him and then in return of the jedi he just gets you know thrown accidentally you know well shot accidentally into the sarlacc pit by by han solo um yeah which is it's hilarious but um but yeah not worthy of his character and then you know to to see this episode and to really see for the first time properly boba fett in action like in a gunfight with stormtroopers like in the fucking armor, man. Like I mean, the whole time I was so great, like so happy with like see, just seeing him in the robes with the the you know the Tuscan Raider stick, you know, just
2: smashing stormtroopers. How, how intimidating was that? That was. I super, watched yeah. when I was watching the scene where they were bat- battling the stormtroopers. He comes in with that staff knocking and crushing and the helmets Stabbing of these and yeah stormtroopers uh, i'm like whoa <laughs> yeah that was
0: intense it was intense and then the fact that he ended up getting the armor after that i yeah. mean was was just as he bad oh uh, yeah well reasons. the fact that he
2: yeah because he didn't uh, he didn't even say i'm gonna go get the armor he's like he just you're busy i'm gonna go get he just armor. <laughs> looked at the razor
0: crest and was like and i'm taking that yeah, that's mine.
2: Um... Time for an upgrade. <laughs> yeah, literally, and he's lucky he picked it up too. Yeah, I know, right? My goodness. Um, the surprise showing of Fennec Chan. Oh
0: my god, Fennec Chan, Fennec Chan! I'm so happy.
2: Uh, <laughs> did any of you guys think at the end of that episode yes. when she died that it was Boba yes. Fett that picked her up? Hundred and ten percent. I put my money on it. Yeah. It was Boba Fett. Yeah,
0: it I think the it
1: was. Spurs. I could tell by the spurs because he always had spurs. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was it. chink, 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 chink. It's like <laughs> is that Boba Fett. Yeah. And it's, tat- it's Tatooine. It's yeah. Yeah. We
0: pretty pretty much a lot of people seem to, to guess and speculate yeah. that it was Boba Fett and so the validation was so rewarding. Um, what's so really
1: what's really great about this show is like um, uh, sure, you can predict some stuff, but you're actually happy that you actually got it right. Because yeah, something yeah. That, something that you like really want. Mm. And for sure, like that, like there's a lot of people say, saying on the internet like the previous episode was their favorite, and now this one's their favorite. <laughs> <'Cause> yeah, <laughs> I've been hearing that too. It's, it's generally bu- building, and and when we and when we watch next week's, it's probably not going to be as good. So we go oh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think but, it's gonna be. Con- I think it's gonna be consistently good from here. Yeah. Surely.
1: Yeah, they're just gonna introduce more characters and possibly getting either a Jedi at the end of it. Yes. Yes.
0: Still no. Still no confirmation as to who that Jedi might be. Good or bad. <laughs> light or dark. Or just yeah. You know, we got yeah. There Luke's are
1: theories God. out there.
0: There are a lot of theories going around. Um, but yes, it was so good to see Ming Na Wen uh, return as Fennec Shand, and to see her in action as well because she's hyped up as this epic gunslinger um, in that you know that episode um, where she's you know killed. Uh, she's a
2: hell of a sniper. She's so good, yeah. Like, yeah, she's yeah. really good. I was,
0: so I was like super thrilled to see her return, mostly because I'm a fan of Ming Na. Um, from you know her roles in Agents of Shield and Stargate Universe, but and she's and she's the original Mulan. Yeah. So yeah, really, really cool to see her return and be a badass in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> um, so glad she was resurrected. Um, but yeah,
2: fixed up with robot parts. Yes, yes. Droid parts. Oh, sorry.
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> More the, machine
0: now than use, woman.
1: Use use the
2: correct Star Wars
0: terms. Yes, yes. <laughs>
1: Middle, middle abs. Middle abs. Middle abs. abs. <laughs> middle
0: abs. Um, there's a couple of things I wanted to touch on in regards to Boba Fett and Django Fett. Um, yeah. First off, before we move, keep moving. Mm-hmm. Um, the first is the reference to Django Fett and Attack of the Clones, where Boba Fett says, "Well, there's many. There's there's references." But well, the- in that
1: line, there was two.
0: There's two references. Yes. But the, the fact that he, that Boba Fett says to Din, um, he's just a simple man trying to make his way in the universe. Mm. Uh, the first half of that line, which is a line spoken word for word by Django in Attack of the Clones when Obi-Wan goes to Kamino, um, to find out, you know, what's the go with this clone army or what the fuck is, yeah, yeah. Where, where the fuck has all this Jedi money been going? Republic money been going? Um... And then the second half of that line is like my father before me which is then, you know, a reference to fucking Luke Skywalker <laughs> talking about himself being a Jedi like his father before him. I'm beforehand. a Jedi
1: like my father oh, before me. So good.
0: <laughs> so goddamn good. I fucking loved it.
1: Um,
0: and then the other, the other cool thing about Django Fett which I uh, and Boba Fett which I discovered uh, I watched this video on YouTube uh, that kind of analyzed the mandalorian uh this episode and talked about how there's actually because like in the episode it's mentioned that um jango fett uh not only is he a foundling but he fought in the mandalorian civil wars um and so and basically there's this uh piece of legacy uh uh story like i think it's a comic book uh which i guess is probably now canon considering what they've this they've you know, mentioned with Django in this episode, uh, was the fact that um, when Boba, well, when, Jang, when, you know, when Django, sorry, when Django was uh, was a kid and he became a foundling, he ended up being taken into the true, like, Mandalorian proper, uh, like, Bo-Katan, so, like, that part of the Mandalorian culture, which is more faithful to their religion, you know where they can take off their helmets and it's fine, um, and his parents were killed by uh, Mandalorians that were part of the Death Watch, which, if you remember, is the this extremists uh, that uh, where where Din was you know taken in you know Din was taken in by the Death Watch Mandalor- Mandalorians, which is th- those Mandalorians that are all this is the way, don't take off your helmet kind of stuff. So I'm. I'm really hoping that if that's, you know, this is where, because we, you know, we see like, you know, this is, you know, Boba tells Din, this is his lineage, you know, his father's family and this is my father's armor and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm wondering if there's going to be any kind of conflict or story in terms of the two of them coming from opposing founding Foundling f- uh, factions, maybe. Mm. I don't know. I just unless that's just adding some meat to the bones. I don't know. Um, but I just thought that was really really cool that they've they've drawn from this other piece of legacy and brought it into the canon.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I I suppose it's interesting, but I think they're so far far between. Um, like the lineage of uh, know that much about like the Mandalorian like ways, probably. What his father's been t- telling him. No. Otherwise, yeah. Otherwise, in the in the Clone Wars mini uh, mini series, what am I talking about? But in the Cl- Clone Wars series, uh, Boba uh, actually does um, uh, turn up, and he sort of gets recruited into the um, the clones as well. They actually treat him like like part of the clones. He's like a rebel clone, and they got rid of him or whatever the story was. So so he was ar- around there. So he was probably. Probably brought up, uh, knowing probably very little about about the Mandalorians and and what uh, what has happened. So right. he's probably not aware of um, Jin's um, uh, particular uh, set of um, beliefs in in that in the Death Watch. Yep. So Who right. knows. It's probably yeah. It's probably at the moment I pro- they're probably not going to dwell. If, into that pro- too much into it yeah yeah, yeah. Sp- especially not in the series so
0: yeah yeah who knows
1: yeah and yeah i don't know I, I, is is Bulba going to be, stay as a regular or we know he's going to have a series so I know. yeah
0: yeah i don't know i don't know i just i'm really pleased with the fact that Boba Fett and Fennec Shand are sticking around, at least for the time being, and are teaming up with Din. Um, I'm so glad that's happening. (laughs) I was really worried that they were going to be, you know, on opposing sides, Um, but I was very happy to see that um, they're actually going to be working together for the rest of it. Um, Yeah, so, I mean, the action in this episode was just all-round Stunning.
2: Yeah, it was really good. Um,
0: and you know, as we mentioned earlier, uh, one Robert Rodriguez, yeah. actually directed this episode. Yeah. Um, so that's really awesome. Mm. And he did a phenomenal job. He did. It was very well, very well shot and directed episode. And yeah, he 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 definitely has a handle on action. And staging and stunt work and, and all of that um, and it shows in, mm, in the definitely. way yeah this is this is filmed and I really enjoyed that kind of Hawkeye jump that Fennec does when she goes off the the edge yeah, she, yeah. She turns and back and shoots <laughs> yeah that was that was sick yeah yeah really really cool
1: and and the uh, reference to Indiana Jones as well
0: yeah the boulder <laughs> yeah the that, that was boulder, cool yeah yeah that's a nice, nice boulder. boulder. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, the indie fan in me was
2: was. I sweating. saw that and I immediately thought Indiana Jones. Yeah, too, and I'm like yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: which was interesting because uh, one of my friends, uh, Ryan, who uh, is also a big Star Wars fan, we had a uh, a, a freak out over the episode on Messenger afterwards. Uh, uh, but beforehand, because I was at work when it went when it went up on Disney Plus, and he'd already watched it, he was messaging me saying do you want me to tell you who directed it? Because you, you're going to figure it out probably pretty quick, but I, I, you know, I kind of want to tell you. And I'm like, no, I want to be surprised. And when I was watching it and I saw the boulder happen, I'm like, does Spielberg do this? <laughs> and he directed Indiana Jones and, or maybe George Lucas did and It was Robert Rodriguez. And I was like, Oh, I didn't pick up on that, but that's fine. <laughs> he did a great job. Um, okay. Shall we talk about, I guess the baby Yoda,
2: Grogu? Yes.
0: Um, Seeing him do his little... Meditation? Meditation omnis. Yes, with the force. so
2: the moment he gets put down, he doesn't immediately do anything. No. He's a little bit confused. A little bit. Um, and then, like, it takes him a moment, and Din obviously can't wait for him to do that as soon as he sees that um, Jango's... Uh, Boba. Sorry, Boba Jango. Nah. Uh, that boba's you know uh, coming, coming in. in coming in and all of a sudden you turn, like the it cuts to grogu with his hand on the rock sort of feeling and i think that's when it sort of clicks for him yeah yeah but then din turns around is like we got to go and all of a sudden shoots up force like yeah. a force field like a full on force yeah. field and Din cannot get through it. He gets no. he gets shot back. Yeah. Every time he tries to get through, and I, but I love that he keeps trying. He uh, exactly yeah. He's like, come on kids, time to go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need you. But Dad. every time he goes, <laughs> every time he goes in, he gets shot back out because Grogu is in a in his state of meditation like so deep that he won't wake up.
0: No, no. no. He's gonna have to come out of it on his own. On
2: his own exactly. Yeah. And I really enjoyed the fact that. He is actually he actually put out a contact to the Jedi. Yeah, or he is,
0: connected with the Force. Yeah, and, yeah,
2: which was really cool, and yeah. you could sort of see that from a distance when Din was sort of like, "All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold them off for you. Yeah, hurry up, hurry up, <laughs> do do your thing, and, and we gotta go. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: hurry up with your long distance call. Yeah, literally. <laughs> pretty much. Yes,
2: <laughs> absolutely. Dad, um, shut up! I'm on the phone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um i was not i gotta say i was not expecting uh grogo to be taken that was
2: heartbreaking yeah but like the moment he came out of it and you he's you see him surrounded by these menacing droids yeah
0: yeah so the dark um troopers. uh the dark troopers yes yeah. oh make man. their debut and they look like the star wars version of the iron legion from <laughs> age of ultron <laughs> <laughs> and so thanks john favreau for your little uh <laughs> iron man influence there um yeah my Ooh, goodness that was a, that was i was freaking out i'm like. Come on. Because, like, you know, they're up there and they're slowly walking in. I'm like, okay, well, they're, they're, they're walking slow. It's fine.
2: Din and Fennec will get up to the top of the hill and it's going to be fine. And nope. And then they realize <laughs> something's coming down. They've been given the order from Moff Gideon. Yes. To go down.
0: Yes, the dark and troopers yes. have been deployed. Yes.
2: And as soon as uh, uh, Din sees them coming down, yes, they're like, we have to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have to run.
0: Yeah, yeah. Which is but what they, I was saying with.
2: Yeah, they don't make it in time. No, they don't. Which is really sad. <laughs> yes, I know. Because it makes <laughs> yes. sense
1: that Din actually took off his jetpack because he had to so he can talk to Bulba. Yes, yes
0: and so he didn't have his jetpack on, and so
2: that. Um, I was yelling at the screen. I'm
1: like, yeah. "This is where
2: you needed your damn jetpack." Yeah,
0: <laughs> and that's you know, that's the 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 cleverness of of, I ri- of writing. What well, he know. can't call it back to him. He's no. done it once before. Call call the jetpack back. Oh yeah, because like oh yeah, earlier like on he had the remote. Maybe he put, he didn't have the remote on him. I guess <sighs> I don't know because he like was fully putting it down. down yeah, nah, because no, because they were trying to have a. But yeah, yeah, and then by the time enough.
2: by the time they got up there. <sighs>
0: I know. I was just was I was just like my hands were in front of my face the whole time. I'm just like, no 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 I don't yeah. like this. I don't uh, like this anymore. Take it back, I take Morf it back.
2: Gideon has grown.
0: <sighs> I fucking cried, man. <sighs> like I can't the poor thing. I can't handle Baby Yoda in Peril and I I said it in episode two when that fucking spider was on its fucking head. <laughs> I like, couldn't handle it. I still can't handle it. <laughs> but yes, the fact that um the the kind of like the way my stomach dropped when... Because, like, there was still a glimmer of hope when, when Boba was like, I'll get in my ship, I'll follow them loosely to see where they're going. Yeah. Um, and you, there's a glimmer of hope there that, you know, Boba Fett will catch up to them and, you know, stop them from mm. taking Grogu, right? And then as soon as he gets through the clowns and says, that's an Imperial ship... Fuck, no, I'm out. Uh, bye. The Empire's
2: back. Yeah, the
0: Empire's <laughs> back, kids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he just retreats immediately, and smart decision, I suppose. Yeah. But then I was just like, oh, God, no, that means Moff Gideon's gonna get, and that, that means Dr. Pershing is gonna start using his his M count or, you know, his yeah. forcedness to, to bloody clone things, and oh, I'm not okay not okay. Especially no. that end scene. As much as... It was so satisfying to see Grogu throwing around some stormtroopers. He's getting stronger. He's getting stronger. He's getting... He's using the force but more now. But the
2: problem is, after using that much power, he's still he's getting still, knocked out. He's still getting knocked out. Um, But I... Yeah. And I couldn't... And Moff Gideon uh, just makes fun of it. I know.
0: I fucking wanted to hit him. Just because I was so... I was so angry because, like... He had he had them stun him and then cuff him with these little bitty cuffs. He was
2: already unconscious. Come uh, on.
0: <laughs> and then when he pulled out the dark saber and started taunting him with it, I'm just like, "Fuck you, man." Yeah, like, I know. <laughs> fuck off, please. Just go away. That,
1: I don't like you. That's actually uh, yeah. part of my theory that when he was doing the meditation, uh, when uh, Ahsoka from last week, uh, that he his mem- half of his memory's gone. I think I'm thinking he's probably remembering more stuff now, because of yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and probably. probably that's why he's more. He, he was reaching out It's like, I've seen that before, and it's like yeah, yeah. the dark
2: saber, yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: and he he's a lot stronger too because we've we've only seen him uh, choke out someone once, but not <laughs> but not twice in the, sa- in we've the same. We've never room. seen
0: him do that. No, yeah. that was yeah. That was crazy to see, um, just to get a grasp on, on, on Grogu's power, mm. even though he's not fully, you know, power powered yet, I guess. But
1: Like, um, yeah. I sort of understood why uh, uh, Grogu got captured, because that wa- that would have been um, the final act in this season. Because, uh, like everyone else, I thought, thought this was going to be another... Going, going off to another adventure before go, going to the main planet. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Being on the main planet would be like the, the the final episode and there was going to be an, an all-out shootout uh, with Moff Gideon and, and all, all that. But no, they, 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 they've changed it up and it's going to be a, a rescue mission. And they're, they're forming a posse. Yes, yes.
0: Starting with, uh, Mayfeld's coming back. Yeah. Oh, um, man. Which I am so curious as to why specifically, because, you know, I mean, the fact that A, he's gone to Cara Dune to be like, I need you to help me. And she's like, well, I can't cause I'm, you know, I've gone legit. I can't. can't. I've got to go
2: by the rules. I've got to go by
0: the rules now. And then I love that as soon as he's like, they took the kid.
2: It's, That's just, it's just that expression on her face. Yeah, her
0: way of face changes. She doesn't have to say anything. Like, yeah, well, exactly. she's, she's doing it. But I'm curious as to why, out of all people, Din needs to go to Mayfeld to be able to track Moff Gideon. Yeah, ship. I don't know why him. I mean, I, other than uh, what better excuse to bring Bill Burr back, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yay for Bill Burr, but... Yeah, yeah. I'm
1: all for that because he is a very interesting character. And, yeah. Uh but I think because he knows how to hack into imperial stuff because he's died before, uh, uh, maybe that's so, why. oh that makes sense. Yeah so, yeah. so I'm guessing that's probably an asset that he probably needs because he needs to be more stealthy. It, just the just to get yeah. the kid back. But yeah. But yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. I think it's awesome. And yeah, yeah. Yes. I think everyone. Oh man, everyone's going to come Do back. You...
0: Yes, I think it's going to be. Yeah, everyone's going to reunite. Yeah. Dean
2: better have a good way to make sure he can trust him in some way.
0: Yeah, especially after after what happened yeah. in the
2: episode that they were in together in season one.
1: Yeah, well they broke <laughs> the him prisoner. out. So I'm more worried about Boba Fett. Yeah, because uh, after after they well I don't know maybe if they if they get Grogu back then all bets are off, and he just leaves. So
2: Right.
0: Yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah, cause, cause Boba Boba
2: did say that his bet ha- his his debt hasn't been paid back until Grogu yeah. was we safe.
0: Because that was his initial proposal was, yeah. you know, uh to get his armor back. Give me the armor and I'll help you protect the child. Yeah. Yeah. And because, yeah, now that Grogu has fallen into the hands of uh, the enemy, uh, obviously Boba Fett is a man of his word and a man of honour, mm. um, which was really great to see, you know. You know, the Sarlacc pit has not damaged <laughs> his, his strength of character. Yes. Um, I don't know, seeing, one thing we,
1: seeing your dad get a decapitated has probably fucked you yeah, up. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, that's probably still still haunting him mm. to this day. If he, me-
1: if he meets Ahsoka...
0: Yeah, that could be interesting.
1: Could be traumatizing. Triggering.
0: triggering. Yeah, Traumatizing, triggering, all of the above. <laughs> um, One one other shocking moment we haven't touched on yet, and may I be the first to say, R.I.P. Razorcrest.
2: Oh, yes. I've had it in the back of my mind to mention it, yes. but I never got a chance to say it, no. but definitely. Well, please, tell I us your see. thoughts. Oh, my yeah. goodness. The moment they shot is... I Shit. I gasped. I literally Ay, let me out too. a gasp. Me too. Yeah. I was like, <gasps>
0: no. no, I know.
2: <laughs>
0: Not cool, man.
2: And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, poor in That was literally his home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's just been blown up into now smithereens. It's, it's gone. It's gone. The only thing that survived was the best gas staff, the spear.
0: Yes, yes, which I think was a nice kind of way of... Showing that despite, you know, the Empire trying to, you know, tear him down, you know, there's nothing stronger than Beskar. And, you know, Beskar is such an integral part of the Mandalorian culture and way Mm. of life. So I feel like that's just a a larger metaphor for, you know, the fact that this is not going to stop Din from going after Moff Gideon. And yep. for getting Grogu back, yeah, uh, you know, and that he will carry on. Um, the other sweet thing, and I and I called it like about ten seconds before they did it, and I'm like, "He's gonna find the ball in the sand." Yes, me too. And then he did, and then I started crying. <laughs> <laughs> like half an hour ago, we were we were on the Razor Crest, and we had he, Grogu was forced moving it around and everything, and they were having a laugh, and. <gasps> yeah, I'm very emotional. Mike, what what do what do you think about the 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 demise of the Razor Crest?
1: Yeah, um, I I I did have an audible. Oh shit. Okay. Mm, yeah. <laughs> o- obviously, wasn't there at, at, at the end of uh, Rise of Skywalker, so. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. No, I'm like every, th- every other ship ever made in a sci fi show. Yeah. yeah, in- Including <laughs> mm. the
1: Enterprise, apparently.
0: Mm. Yes, apparently. <laughs> apparently. Don't serenity. Th-
1: would, uh, there's a theory that the ball thing is actually mm. the tracking, tracking beacon.
2: No, it's the gear shift.
1: Yeah. It's the thing that he has, and it's the gear shift thing. But is it the tracking beacon as well? So.
0: Oh, because I guess we never saw the guy Where they put, put it, it on, and how big it was, yeah. or small it was. So he yeah. could have swapped it out. Maybe. I don't know. That's an interesting theory, though. That is a
1: theory, but I'm not holding any, like... I... Yeah, no.
0: No. No, take it with a grain of salt. Unless... I, think, but, un- I mean, yeah.
1: Unless... Unless when they're try- trying to do the um, stealth thing, it's like, I knew you were coming. How did you know? You kept that ball, didn't you? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Uh, probably not Yeah,
0: perhaps. right in the feels probably not I mean it's interesting interesting take interesting interpretation
1: yes. yeah but do we yeah. have any theories for the last two episodes
0: well I mean I feel like the next next week's episode is going to be obviously getting Mayfeld um, uh, breaking him out and then f- getting him to figure out where Moff Gideon is where his ship is or where it's headed at the very least, Mm -hmm. so they can get an idea of where Grogu is and how to get him back. Um, And then, obviously, the last episode is just going to be putting the band back together, and then the band 2.0 from everyone, hopefully from this season. I would really love to see the return of Ahsoka uh, or Bo-Katan at some point. I think that would be wonderful. Yeah. Obviously, Boba Fett and... um, Fennec Shand are going to be probably at least in the ver- very least in the next episode because I guess Slave 1 is uh, Din's ride yeah. for the foreseeable future until mm. he can get another ship. Um, and then, you know, if we could find a way to bring Cobb Vanth back into it, I'm all for it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because, hell yes, Timothy Oliphant <laughs> would be mm-hmm. great. Um, but yeah, it's just going to be interesting to see how much more of Moff Gideon's you know, plan for Grogu gets revealed over the next two episodes. Mm. What his end game is, what he wants to do. Um, but I have a feeling, especially the fact that they showed the Dark Saber again, uh, and in this episode, right? I you know, and we've only really, we, we, we found out about, you know, Bo-Katan wanting to find him and get the Darksaber back so she can, you know, reclaim the, the ruler rulership of Mandalore. Um Yeah, I I would not be surprised to see her. I'd probably say we'd be more likely to see her pop up again than Ahsoka. Yeah. Just in terms of the main story, because she's a bit more connected to, you know, Moff Gideon in that sense. So, um,
2: yeah, I don't know.
0: I don't know. What do you guys think?
2: I have no idea.
0: (laughs) You're happy to just sit back and let it happen? Yep,
2: pretty much. Nice. Uh, I, I just, I love the way that the story's going at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Um my theories are as good as anyone's probably worse but (laughs) no I don't Uh, but uh, yeah I just I can't wait to find out what's going to happen next Um, I I reckon what you said next episode they'll get they'll get um, Mayfeld out they'll get the band together by the end of the episode and then it's game on in the final episode <laughs> <And> <laughs> to get Grogu back
0: and cliffhanger, Luke fucking Skywalker
2: <laughs> in the
0: last scene <laughs> of Episode Eight, Chapter Sixteen. <laughs> Mike, what are you what are you thinking for the last couple episodes?
1: Uh roughly the same. I think I think they they'll get Bill Burr like uh, in the first. Uh, first uh, 15 minutes of the next episode and then they start their plan of attack and at the end of that uh, that episode someone important dies
0: yeah maybe mm. do you think they could do you think they'll kill Boba fett because I've seen that online as well do you think they might kill him off uh, maybe but I don't want them to but I wouldn't be surprised
1: uh, maybe uh, I don't I don't know Um... Uh, I don't know there, there's been a lot of ideas that maybe mando probably dies at the end of this ep- end of this arc as well. No. <laughs>
0: I die I I'm I'm voting against that.
1: <laughs> I I reckon I I probably probably anyone really.
0: Uh yeah, they they're probably all free game, huh.
1: And um fair game. So, so they're going to have to regroup at the end, and then, and then all out, all out war. They need more people, so they get every, everyone they can. Uh, mm, and, yeah. And at the end, Mace Windu.
0: <laughs> Could you imagine? And it's it's just Mace Windu and fucking Boba Fett, and, and literally Boba Fett's like my name is Boba Fett, you killed my father, prepare to die. (laughs) (laughs) He literally does the Princess Bride.
1: (laughs) But wouldn't that be awesome? Because then then you don't have to deal with uh, Luke looking the way he is. Like, that sort of iffy thing is, like, if you hire a younger actor or you you uh, de-age Mark Hamill, which, I don't know, probably not. Um, I'm all for, like... Like I've been saying that I actually quite like uh, the Mandalorian being its own thing and not really part. Yeah. Just on the cusp of canon. That's why I think uh, a Tano is pro- is the best thing that I that that I like. Uh, it's not really part of canon. It's actually in this like this Star Wars TV universe. Um. Mm. And Bulba. Well, I don't think he can do much. Ma- can do much with Bulba, really. I mean, he he's just like the he's like Mando. He just lives on the outskirts and trying to live his life. He's not trying to, um, like arise suspicion that he's still around. I mean, uh, yeah. But I re- I reckon it would be interesting. I reckon it would be interesting if they get uh, Mace Windu, because because he, he doesn't he doesn't have an arm and he fails from a great height. I mean.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, he's assumed dead. I'm pretty sure, but like you know, we all thought Boba Fett was dead, so, and we all thought Darth Maul was dead. So, Star Wars is turning out to be more like the MCU as it goes along.
1: <laughs> I reckon you're not you're not Maybe dead. So you're not like dead until Wars. your body dis- disappears or you get burnt.
0: Yeah, in Star Wars, at least, yeah, yeah. Yes. No. Yeah. And and I think you make a good point because like uh, Samuel Jackson, if they could get him, and they probably could, and because he had such fun playing Mace Windu, I doubt he'd say no to returning. Um, but he's kind of sort of at the right ish age now that he would be.
1: Yeah, he would be like in his seventies and that, and you could like yeah <laughs> age him up, even though he's roughly that age now, but he hasn't. You aged. could no,
0: yeah. Yeah, I don't think you'd need to do anything um, to no. his appearance, except you know, obviously, you know, fuck him up a bit <laughs> with the lack of a uh, arm and, and all of that jazz. Mm. But yeah, that's a really good, really good pull, a really good twist. If they, if the Jedi that ends up rocking up is Mace Windu.
2: All right, Mace Windu
0: done. <laughs> it. I still want Sebastian Stan to be Luke Skywalker, and they better do it. But I like this, I like this Mace Windu option. This is, <laughs> it's very cool.
1: Season three.
0: Season three. Yeah.
1: Or maybe in the Ahsoka um, TV series.
0: Yeah. <laughs> very good point. That's gonna be sweet. Alright. And, and uh, of course
1: Grogu's gonna die.
0: No! No! Don't ever <laughs> say such a thing, you bastard. <laughs>
1: How do you know my (laughs) mum and dad weren't married?
0: (laughs) Anyway, um, any other uh, lovely takeaways from this episode or are we we ready to wrap up our discussion?
1: I think I've said all I needed to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got one thing, maybe a a little bit controversial, I don't know, but I really like the fact that uh, Bulba is uh, he's he's a bit paunchy in his his new suit.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, that as good as that first shot was of him in the armour, I was just like, hello, (laughs) he's a bit of a beer going on here, but that's fine.
1: Hey, look, he
0: has some years on him. He's got some years on him, and it's fine. He's still fucking badass as shit.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's a chunky man, but he's still a badass. But I do like the fact that it it will probably it's probably good for cosplayers as well. True. I mean, mean, it'll do. It'll do. If you're going to be an awesome (laughs) badass, and and you're a little bit on the chunky side, you can be. You can be older, bulber.
0: Well, yeah, (laughs) it'll be the same. Like it'll do. It'll do for Star Wars fans what Fat Thor did (laughs) for. Did for the For Marvel fans. You know, the inclusivity of all types of bodies. Yeah. Yes. In in sci-fi and And superhero. I will be Kara Dune. <laughs> yeah, you would make an awesome Kara Dune. Just, just, can I put that out there, please?
2: Alright, I'm starting on the working of the cosplay now. Yes.
0: <laughs> Do it. And with my hair, I'm going to be Pelly Motto. Yes! <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Mike.
1: Get me? I'll be the <laughs> I'll be the guy that offers death sticks. I don't know.
0: You, can- <laughs> <laughs> you don't want any death sticks. Uh, <laughs> you want to go home and rethink your life. Yeah. Um <laughs> No, no, no. You're going to be <laughs> You're going to be Grogu.
2: <laughs> Thanks. The Zelda no. needs to be Grogu. Zelda
0: can be Grogu. You can be Din. Imagine that cosplay. You can be
2: Mando. Yeah. Father,
0: father, daughter bonding, <laughs> cosplaying,
2: do it, um. do it, yes. Um. <laughs> oh, you, or you
0: could, yeah. I don't know. You could be Cobb Vance if you want. You've kind of got got the hair. You just need to grow the beard.
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'll st- I'll stack it on and I'll be Porkins because that's it because. Before before um before Chunky Boba or Boba Fat, (laughs) um, uh, er, everyone got everyone got uh Yes, that's true. Porgs cosplay
0: for the everyman, (laughs) for the non you know the non Hemsworth like man out there. More power to them. Um, I think that might do it. Might be a a nice light-hearted note to finish up this. Review slash discussion of A tragic episode oh, An emotional But amazing episode again uh, I do prefer last week's episode Just quietly to this one But this one is fucking awesome Yeah it was good um, Chapter 14, the tragedy I hope you guys all enjoyed listening to our Discussion and our thoughts On the latest episode Only two more episodes left guys yes. Of season 2 of the Mandalorian Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be good yeah I'm looking forward to next week. okay so that means it's now time to check in with Fred uh, for me, There's obviously just this podcast Mm -hmm. and uh, the new-ish episode of the monthly, uh, where Fulia and I go into our thoughts on the remaining episodes. Supernatural season 15. Yes. All aboard the feels train. Yes. Um, Go check it out. Go check it out, please. Especially if you're an SPN fan, you're going to love it. Mm -hmm. Um, We had such fun doing that. And because Wayne is not here uh, to plug Fred Watch, I will do it on his behest, on his behalf. Um there was a new episode that went up for Fred Watch during the week, uh commemorating World AIDS Day on the Mm first of December. Uh Wayne and Phil reviewed um the film Zero Patience, which is a Canadian film, uh a musical as well, uh, which is available for watching on YouTube actually. Um and Wayne has sent me a link, so I'm gonna check it out because I listened to the podcast and it was such a good discussion. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to not check yet. it out yet, yeah? no, no. but yeah, do it. Uh, even without watching the movie, like it's, they, the, I, they, they go into like so much to do with not just the film, but like the history behind a patient zero in terms of, uh, the AIDS virus and HIV and all mm. of that. Um, cause this movie is kind of, you know, really inspired or, you know, or brought on because of, you know, pe- you know, so uh, the man who was wrongly accused
2: in death of being patient zero. Um, I think so. I've heard about patient zero in a podcast somewhere, but I can't remember where. Right, it may have been clear and vivid with oh, Alan cool. Alda. They may have had some form of discussion about it. Um, it may have been touched on. I can't remember. That's okay. That's yeah. cool though. I just know that I have heard about Patient yeah. Zero. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere. Okay. Yeah. No, nice. I just can't remember where. No,
0: that's all right. It'll <laughs> come
2: back to you. Yeah. But
0: no, I. It's so it's it's super educational the the discussion because I didn't really know too. I I know you know a lot like, the basics. That want, most people know that are in the consciousness of you know uh, the uh, AIDS virus and especially the way it affected the the gay community in the eighties. Mm. Um, so the boys really go in in deep on that discussion and uh, yeah, it's super entertaining and funny as well as being informative and yeah. moving. Um, yeah, uh, I so I'm really really keen to check out the film now. So highly recommend checking out the latest episode of Fred Watch. Mm-hmm fully yeah uh foolish Fuji doing the streams yes yeah,
2: so, still streaming as per usual Tuesdays Thursdays and Saturdays Australian Eastern daylight savings times boop, boop. um this particular month uh, as I said at the top of the show I am also streaming uh Christmas movies in my discord server hell yeah um so if you do want to uh, jump on in, Uh, just, uh, jump into my, uh, to my Twitch channel. Um, I'm pretty sure I have a link, uh, if you, yeah, but if you come into the, if you come into the streams, there will be a link for the Discord, um, if you want to jump on in on the movie, uh, the Christmas movie train. Um, this particular week, uh, we will be watching Home Alone oh yay I can't wait uh, it's another classic comedy yes it's such a good one um, that I do enjoy and uh, me and my besties uh, watch it every year after we pick cherries ah um, and we love it good it's a tradition for us um, but for this particular week uh, a friend of mine uh, has not seen <gasps> so I'm what? like and she's in the discord I'm like we're going to watch it yep. so that you can watch it too. Done. <laughs> so she's going to try and make it. Um, yeah, and I, I've, I've, this week I've been lacking in my YouTube content, unfortunately, uh, due to the fact that, you know, last weekend was Black Friday sales. So I was very, very busy. And uh, I just didn't have the time to continue working on any other uh, YouTube videos. And so this week... Uh, Oh, sorry, not this week. Um, Yeah, last week just passed. Uh, I just wanted to give myself a break, Um, especially because I still had extra shifts that I was working and I was called in uh, on a Tuesday uh, after my stream. As soon as I finished my stream, I got ready and left for work. Wow. Um, So I just decided that this... I have sort of been lacking in my, my YouTube videos, but... Um, it's only because I needed to rest and regroup and hopefully I'll be able to get back into it, um, this coming week. Uh, so just stay tuned for that. Um, but you, if you want to get notified, please subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, and also follow on Twitch, uh, so that you can be notified when I go live. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for me this coming week. How about you, Michael?
1: Uh, uh, this week I'll be watching The Mandalorian on Friday. Yep. Yeah. Boy. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so I can prepare myself for next week for yay for a podcast called Fred. <laughs> yeah. It's probably it's probably the, the the thing that I'm looking forward to uh, this week because I don't know what's going to happen this week. <laughs> Hopefully, you have a good week. Yeah. Downward spiral. No.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Hello, <laughs> darkness, my old friend. No, Michael, <laughs> no. Stop. Oh, ah, well, you know, keep me cheery. I'll watch something happen. Yes.
0: Happy, I'll, happy, happy.
1: Yeah, I'll go onto YouTube and I'll watch some pimples being popped. Oh God! <laughs> no, Ever, ever seen a horse with a with a giant cyst cyst on there? No, on and their I
0: I now have that image in my head. So thank you so much. <laughs> I'm sure all our listeners appreciate that too.
1: So, so. what they do is they get
0: let's let's stop. Let's <laughs> stop. We love you, Michael. We <laughs> <laughs> really do. Just just don't.
1: <laughs> ah. And don't I think cry for you're me, gonna have a good week.
0: Yes, no, no. We will be having fun, good times. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that was a,
1: a was a podcast
0: called Fred.
1: Fred. It's funny that yes. you two weren't in sync. No.
0: We well, were there.
1: That does not make sense. We're... You're next to each <laughs> other. At least a really metre and a half away from each other. Which is good COVID um, <laughs> practice.
0: Practice, yes. <laughs> Practice. 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 <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, time for the Fred plugs. Remember, remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts from Fred the Alien. Follow us on our SoundCloud, Spotify,
1: or Apple podcasts. For Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, FredTheAlienProductions.com, and follow the link to our Redbubble, where you can get apparel, home, decor, bags, and stationery. With
2: our own unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented team, Unibombs, incompetent gamers, our live stage shows, and more. No. That was a Fred plug. It yeah. was a Fred plug. It
0: was a plug of Fred things. I have been a Kendall Richardson.
1: I've been a Fulia Major. And I've been a Michael Lister with pimples.
0: No! And, and you, you just, you just experienced, experienced a podcast called Fred. Fred. We were in sync that time. Take that. Ah. Yeah. So, when you sque- <laughs> so when you're squeezing <laughs> out no, no, a blackhead. No 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 no, 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 Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> we appreciate you so much. Thank
2: you very much. Thanks for Have the Have a great week, everyone. Stay yes. safe.
0: yes. Look after each other and mm-hmm. yourself.
2: Don't go crazy with the shopping.
0: And
1: remember to eat beef. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And so when you're getting beer.
1: a chemical peel
2: and, and... and see. see.